away Catching how she can't decide Your heart races Baby, don't hesitate Hey, it's episode 22 of the Wheels Blues Podcast. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, hey. hey, Wheels. Yeah. Such excitement. <laughs> That's just my voice. I didn't even have to hit the fucking button this time. Nope. <laughs> Fuck got, we've, got a, we've got our own private soundbite engine. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys can kind of hear, there's more people here today, and... Uh, Generally, the same people are here, but there's some other people, and they should introduce themselves right now. Hey, everybody. I'm Colton Ray with Cozen Indigo. Hey, I'm Mitch Faruja. I'm a dirty Aussie on an expired work visa. I also play bass for Cozen <laughs> Indigo. Hey, guys. It's me, Taylor Blackstock. I uh, shred the old lead guitar, Cozen Indigo. Don't worry, we'll uh, edit that part out. Yeah, yeah. You edit your <laughs> local face local out. slash enthusiast. It's <laughs> <laughs> cloned in a laboratory. <laughs> You're a top hat away, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever saw Slash wear those fucking short shorts. Have you never seen the music video to Paradise City? No. And unfortunately, they don't make a top hat big enough for Taylor's head. <laughs> <laughs> you mean ego? He barely fits through the door as is. <laughs> oh, that's my dick. <laughs> and joining me as usual is... Uh, at Eric, double underscore 83 as usual. That's not enough underscores for me, man. Reporting for duty, dude. Need one more. With all the underscores. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you and keep I'm it up, I'm going to add four. It's going to be six underscores. They're multiplying. You're going to add them eventually. <laughs> Diva already. It's going to be my name is underscores. We're waiting for a hyphen. <laughs> just underscore. Just gonna, it's going to be an at. An at with a really long line. <laughs> and I'm at Tin Can Blues, and I'm here as always. Thanks for having me, Wheels. No problem. No problem. Buddy. You're a fucking beauty, bud. We love you. Yeah, no, no, well. I try. I try. You are the glue, man. You're the really? Glue. You Thanks for trying. Unfortunately, we, we are missing somebody today. And I just want to them. wish them a speedy recovery, and we hope to see them back very soon. Yeah, for reference, the uh, the triple ED yes. has a broken. You can't fucking, fucking remember. His you fucking make him sound like a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, SKW triple EDs. That's how he always puts it. Yes, it that's how he's, he, he's hurt his back pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's so laid he, up. He couldn't come sit in a chair. Yeah, it was it was not possible. So, so he's standing. He's standing somewhere. So the hospital wouldn't allow it. <laughs> somewhere he's up against the wall. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, it's our job to make him feel bad about we'll it. We'll try so. to soldier on without him today. Yeah, we'll try. I, think, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We miss you though. Yeah. Yeah. He's also bad. missing uh, Aaron Sparks, the drummer. It's a little, little MIA today, but that's all right. So he's here. He's he here keep, in spirit. He's here in drumsticks. Yeah, so he we've got his drum hearts. kit in the back, <laughs> keeping us the spiritual <laughs> support. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron Sparks is the drummer of Cozen Indigo. He's the drummer. Yeah. Cool. You guys should have heard the shit that they were laying down here last night. I have a few things up on YouTube. Uh, if you guys want to go to our YouTube, it's at Wheels Blues Podcast, and uh, go up there, have a look. We've got some uh, live from on the floor Cozen Indigo, and uh, it was fantastic. It was great to be here while they were recording some stuff. And yeah, uh, that was a fun, that was a great time, man. It uh, turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to, actually. Fuck, where's your fucking confidence? You're banned, man. Oh, it's it's there, but we haven't hit the <laughs> studio in. I don't even know. <laughs> Almost a full year. Yeah, yeah it's the first wow. time we've hit the studio with these guys. I haven't, even, I haven't even touched that gear in like six months. Your first wow. EP was already a year ago. No, 
But when you start like it's you don't like, once you start recording, recording, it comes out the next yeah, day. It's a process, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And so I guess what we should also mention is the bass player on our first album. His name's Tommy Deagle. So much as he's missed, I'm sorry, Tommy, you've been replaced, and uh, we love Mitchie <laughs> Pooh here. So yeah, actually, is he just finding out about this? <laughs> he's still love Tommy, as always. But no, he was aware. So, so the the story goes. So it was one of my like earlier nights when I first came to Jasper over a year ago, and um, so I met Taylor. So I was like, here's this guy doing sound. I was like, hey, dude, I'm a fucking sound engineer too. He's like, I like you. <laughs> I was like, literally sweet. Exactly He's like, what I said. Hey man, you want to do band? You want to do sound for our band? And I was like, absolutely. He's like, sweet. I don't know why, but I trust you. <laughs> and I'd literally known him for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Fuck, you don't even trust me that much. I've known you like my whole <laughs> fucking life. Yeah. Maybe that's so. Problem. So funny enough, um, I did sound every- for the guys for a, a few pretty big gigs. Yeah. For you guys. You did a can I think you did a Canada did you do a New Year's? Yeah, I did Canada Day. You definitely did a Canada yeah. Day. That was yeah, a I did. And I wanna so say and that was uh that was a jam. Yeah, a shout out jam. to West Haven and the boys too out in here. Yeah, for, yeah, for they were but I believe you did I believe too, right? you did that show for us as too. As yeah, well. they no, did. No, they didn't they do did. Canada Day was just No, us. but I think you didn't that yeah, dual show. No, you definitely No, wasn't there C D that was when that was Halloween, I think, wasn't it? Or no, because like I played Halloween. Or New Year's? No, like New Year's or Halloween. Yeah. No. no. It wouldn't have been Halloween before No, it that. wasn't. must have been New Year's before that or something like that. Cause there no, was, I think uh, it was Halloween. Last, the Halloween before last. And that was the first time Maybe. you performed with? No, that was the first time I did sound for these okay. guys. Okay. And then and Tommy... Then we stuck them in last... Well, well not last Yeah, minute, well, but Tommy, we Tommy made a choice. And um, he moved to Edmonton. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> I was, so many I was talking to the guys. This place, I can't keep track of them. <laughs> but you know what? Like, as far as it goes, like for a guy that we just like who did the sound for us a couple times, kind of had to adjust for a couple songs, not all of them. But you jumped right into it head first, yeah. and you fucking nailed it, fucking it man. Like, we should thank Tim Arsenal because I wouldn't have met you without Tim. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Timmy. Rooster. Shout out to Timmy. <laughs> yeah, classic. That's good. So uh, you guys have been playing for how many how many years now? Well, like, definitely not years. Not from years my yet. front. Okay. Like, what do you mean? Like, as a band? Yeah, or? yeah. Oh, has it even been? How's, how long has like Cozen Indigo existed? Maybe. As Cozen Indigo has been together for since February of 2019 or 18. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't think it was 18. So was, since the Legionnaires were breaking up, it was kind of fucking. So, so you were in a different band before? I was. I was okay. playing. I was playing with Guy and then. Uh, Rory and a couple other guys. And how did you get together with these knuckleheads? Well, I know Colton since I uh, so <laughs> I was we part. Played, yeah, I was part of uh, a company I'd created, Cold Moon Connections, and we were just based upon, loosely based upon, trying to get the entertainment society connected with venue owners and kind of being mediators so that artists weren't being taken advantage of because they had a product to sell and just because they didn't know what that worth was doesn't mean that they need to be stomped on oh wow and this is the so, company that you own well it was a company i was a part of cold moon connections okay. i was one of the creators with a lady named jill hagerman and we were basically we were just trying to stick up for the entertainment side as well as the venue side but kind of just help people contract properly 
what do we need to do to plan big gigs together so we can have artists involved, uh, bands, DJs, dancers, anything that strikes visualness or you know strikes every sense. That's what that's what we are as musicians, artists, and whatnot, right? We strike your sensory systems, and you either get goosebumps or you don't. <laughs> so that's true. Yeah, we yep. were we were planning this sh uh, burlesque show in Calgary, and um, I had asked Taylor. If, because uh, I was approached by uh, by the company that I was working with to play a little set in the beginning, just to open it up, and I was like, "Hey, Taylor, like, you want to come play in Calgary with me? We'll just do a little one-hour set kind of deal, and uh, then I'll let him take it from there. Because after that, it's all all history with him." <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he approached me to do that. I was already pl I was started playing with Aaron the drummer because I, I was in the legionnaires and i don't know if you guys ever listened to any of that but that was primarily like gee wrote all the songs and then like i'm like it was kind of like me and rory and sam were almost like guns for hire it's like he'd have the songs and then we'd kind of pr produce, produce them yeah, yeah as yeah. a band like we'd produce them and be like, oh, hey, okay, we're going to fucking add this and change this a little bit. So, like, me and Rory almost didn't, uh, like, write any of, the, any of the songs. I think I wrote, the whole time I was with him, I wrote, like, one. And then uh, I kind of was just, wanted to play, like, more rock and roll, like, heavier, heavier style music. And then Aaron... Well, I just wanted to branch out in your own yeah. direction, right? Yeah, and I'm, I'd like... There's, there wasn't a song of Geese that was really very heavy at all. Like there were good, there were lots of good songs that I really enjoyed playing, and yeah, absolutely. they were sick. But you've always been like a rock and roll, yeah, fucking guy. Played like guitar as long as I've, yeah, as like, long as I've first, known you. The first band that I ever fucking loved was Led Zeppelin. So, I mean, yeah, even back when you had just fucking short hair and yeah. sideburns, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, those were, those and short hair and sideburns. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he drank fucking I think the ride opposite dirty. Of said it, mi yeah. it migrated north. His migrated did, yeah. south. Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, yeah, He's got like the you, hairiest nuts ever. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I met. Uh, so, like, I met Aaron and me and Aaron would like come here, and because it was like winter time, and Guy and I like we didn't have it. I didn't have any money to buy a fucking like twelve hundred dollar fucking propane heater, and Guy was like living hand over foot or whatever the fucking term is and then uh me and aaron would come here after hours and just i'd crank up the fucking amp and turn on the overdrive and aaron being aaron hits drums like a fucking genius i don't think anybody's i've ever I've never met anybody who hits drums that hard he's a fucking animal on those yeah, things he just, he just, he just hits cannons bro but it's cannons every and it's time. solid like it's there's no beat his missing. rhythm is unbeatable i'll yeah. tell you this as far as trying to find a bass player a guitar player a drummer you know between taylor and i have known taylor since i was 18 we've been playing open mics and trying to create a fucking well yeah i've known taylor my whole life sorry what i meant to say is that we've, we've been, been playing, playing music since, you were 18, yeah. since i was 18 and like we've played with our fair share of bass players drummers percussionists yeah. trumpet players you fucking name it we've been with them but like to have this group of guys to have a guy like aaron who can just come in doesn't matter what kind of music you play he's just very well versed he can play folk music he can play rock and roll he can play blues yeah. he can play those slow tunes that i like to play because i bring the band back a bit right so he's 
it really is a, a talent yeah, that's he's unbeatable. Very dynamic and very uh, yeah, definitely. I, I heard a lot of that last night. Like just yeah. yeah, it was very good. Like even how he like just like the the tone. Like I don't know if you have tone on drums, but like the volume oh, was oh, just it was just dead on. It was perfect for the song. No hits doing. too heavy on yeah, other no, drums. It's all heavy, equal, and every fill was just like right there yeah it was right yeah. there it just added aaron has a very very good uncanny ability to fucking like take a song or like like a riff or composition and like analyze it and come up with exactly what you need yeah. like he's on like on the um, on an improvisational scale like he's not he's not like a jazz drummer like will play something fucking different every single fucking song right but he'll come in and he'll he's he come uh, like i get the feeling he kind of looks at it like from a producer standpoint like when you're producing a song and you're like you you have to listen to it and be like hey it needs this not like oh i can i can play this or throw this whatever fill i want in here like sometimes that works but lots of times it doesn't and especially with drums like you can play because if if you're Unless you're fucking Neil Pert, <laughs> yeah. Rest right. in peace. Yeah, like you like to just come up with some crazy fill and off time beat out of your well, that's, head. That's off the, the great, floor is just is too much. That's the great aspect about him. He he doesn't do what Aaron should do. He does what the song needs. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's the style of his drumming. And, I think that's a lot of so the style well. of Cozen Indigo too, because yeah. you know even when we're just getting up to go and start practicing, one of the boys will start playing a riff, just trying to warm up. But it's nothing that is a song that we play. It's just a random no, riff. No, they're like the they're the B sides. <laughs> so yeah, the B sides. That's you know, like fucking forty songs like in the bank. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so just you, the songs got, we literally get there and warm up. We're like, oh shit, we wrote a song. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, so there's there's again. a lot of momentum, right? There's a lot of creative energy, but we haven't stumbled upon a piece of music that we couldn't all have our own collective input on and make a song which is no. is something like music's a love right it either works or it doesn't and if it doesn't there's no sense in trying to string it out any longer because you'll get headaches everything yeah. else you know oh exactly man and you got to make it with natural. these group of guys it's just there's always a solution there's never a problem there's yeah, well, that's the thing is I think it's a lot of it is like the the fact that like we love each other and fucking the fun is more the focus. That's what drives us. Yeah, right? yeah, it's not that's the fucking. It's not like the. It's Absolutely. not the business aspect of it, right? Like it's not like yeah. there's lots of guys. You go to the city, and there's guys who are playing in like three different bands. Yeah, and it's like oh, you need to learn this part musicians. by this time frame. Oh, fuck that! <laughs> like I don't yeah. want to work like that, man. Like I didn't, I didn't go it's to. It's not healthy, though. Yeah, no, right? and I didn't, I didn't go to, like, en like an audio engineering school and spend the most most of my fucking life trying to be the best musician on the face of the fucking planet to to do like be told what to play by yeah well else. to yeah. settle <laughs> settle for less yeah right? right like I want to play what I like yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. if I die with. Dude, my guitar in my hand and not a cent in the bank. Yeah, like, yeah, because I'm holding play. that guitar. Yeah, that's it. That, yeah, like it's right? I, as I'm not doing this. This isn't like I, this isn't my full time fucking job. And if it was, I'd hate it. <laughs> well, and that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about it too is that like you know, Taylor, you get you know you get to express your heavy side. 
Mitch has an extreme funkadelic jazz twist side that's just and awesome. That fucking jam comes out of nowhere. I kind of have. <laughs> I like those, you know, kind of laid back, softer songs. You know, I I, I like uh, Paolo Nutini, guys like that. I like the yep. the more vocal power have some nice rhythm to it. So. This next album that we're working on, I get to bring those songs into it, as where the first album was yeah. all the songs that we collectively wrote, right? Which is nice. We just, the other yeah. night, Aaron just started playing the drums, and boom, song, right? Yeah, like, some came in. So yeah. we, all, we all add to it. It's not like there's one person who's writing all the songs. Well, it's just, all. and you guys know it just from being friends, right? You know, when yeah. you sit down, you start talking, you start hypothesizing on something, mm-hmm. yeah. and all of a sudden, you're, on the, you're there. You, yeah, you, on yeah. it. You definitely and you're like, get to man, where you need to go. Man, this feels so sure. good, and it's like yeah. that relates to everything. Yeah, you, you, you come know? out of like you're recording, like you record a song or or anything like that, and sometimes we come out of a podcast, and all of us just have like a high. Exactly, we just feel yeah. really good. We just we're after when we when we hit you know stop record, uh, we're all just like man. That was so, no. you know, and maybe, maybe yeah, you're maybe, buzzing, right? Yeah, we're you're buzzing. Just buzzing. And it the red button goes off and the beers get flowing. <laughs> <laughs> With our podcast, the beers were flowing before the red button. Got oh, yeah. That's in. the beauty of it. Like I, I know like, like a lot of like people, like when I went to school and I get it, it was fucking, it is, is fucking college university, whatever. They're like, no alcohol loud and blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, like fucking like I get it. Cause you're in a, in a place of education but um like a- afterwards like there were so many times where i was just like fucking like you like you sh- lots of times i think like you should crack a beer like you're having a tough time Absolutely. with a song you just like and if it doesn't work the first time like the first session and you can't like you move on to another song and hopefully that works but like you come you come back around and like if uh, you're having trouble with that song you all sit at the fucking table the studio table you fucking pull out a bottle of whiskey, slam it on the table, and be like, hey, we're all having fucking three of these before we start this shit, because... Well, <laughs> speaking, right? speaking of shots... Speaking <laughs> of shots... Speaking uh, of Whitney. shots, 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 shots! Pink Whitney. <laughs> oh, we have... Uh, <laughs> our special guests requested Ooh, that we... But sometimes Justin, I want some that. of your Pink Whitney. No, our, our, I know you do, in, buddy. I know oh, you do. In, in their rider... The, the Cozen Indigo has a rider. We were given it before we had the show. Not um, a it was rider. 18 red Skittles, which I was unable to procure. And, uh, and, and Pink Can Whitney. only get 17. Right. So enough. I was able to get uh, Pink Whitney together. So we have seven shots of Pink Whitney. He put a green Smarty in. And let, let's pass these around. Green Smarty in my red Skittles, damn it. We're done. <laughs> Hopefully Tin Camp Blues won't you cry are? too much about his glue. This is where the podcast gets the interesting. disease. Sorry, See, disease. Can you pass that over, please? And just for that, Wheels, you got to get your own fucking... Oh, you already got it. <laughs> Fuck. Nice. Here you go, Dan. Oh, you not thought here, you so were ahead of the nice. game there, didn't uh, you? I thought maybe Fuck. we'd be nice to Justin for an episode. Oh, well, it would be like the, the last time we had the episode fucking when you're screaming over at Justin here to pass the ahead of the game. <laughs> Pass it down, man. This smells like bad decisions and only mistakes. It's always bad decisions and mistakes. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers boys. boys. Thanks for the... Appreciate it. Whitney... Cherry popping. Mm. That shit is fierce. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh. You know what? With a lot of ice on a that warm day. That tastes better day. this time around, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely. You, you, you make like a margarita out of it's that? It's not bad, right? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's not you. bad, but it's not scotch. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. No, you know what? True. I could see how that brings out the spice, though. I could see how oh, yeah. exactly where yeah. the bitch Can you see how that puts true. our <laughs> podcast off the rails almost <laughs> yeah. every time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
<laughs> Time is diluted when Pink Whitney is initiated. <laughs> very much, very much. Uh, no, Taylor, we don't need another beer. It's okay. I just thought I'd, I'd you know, sign okay. language. This, you, this podcast, you, you, can, you can just go get a beer, man. It's fine. Well, maybe I fucking will. Okay. <laughs> go get a beer and bring me one back, please. Totes to you. <laughs> yes? Yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, actually, yeah. Bring me a Glutenberg. Yeah, we don't want his elbows turning Can red. We take we don't want those eyes. elbows turning red. <laughs> we, we won't hear the end of it. Can we take uh, a five? I think I need to urinate. Just go right ahead, man. We're not, yeah. we're not some fucking regime where you can't take a piss while you're recording a show. <laughs> My man. <laughs> My man. We'll just talk to the, the prima donna yeah, lead singer. Yeah, we're going to lead singer. Oh, oh. He's got his full of wealth and knowledge. No, he is. You know what? Colton has a wealth of plumbing knowledge. And oh, some of the bad habits I taught him. Like wiping the glue. I this is over the part of the episode yeah. where everybody else tunes out. Oh, maybe. But the plumbers, our plumber fucking audience is like, ooh, fuck, I'm in. What I'm pl- also getting pink plumber audience. <laughs> you, you don't know? Shout that's, out that's to true. Danny Bates for having a listen here. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dan. I, ho- I hope you're doing all right at home. I hope you're doing all right at home, buddy. Thanks for listening to the show. Smitty, Smitty Plums. Yeah, he might he not. I don't think he listens to the show, though. He might. He talks about the show. He, he doesn't he listen does to the show. He does talk about it. Yeah, I, think he talk, I don't think he listens, though. Man, I think so many people talk about the show and they don't freaking listen. Okay. See? Yeah, there you go. It fucking brings out the anger in Mighty Wheels here. Yeah, nothing Fuck. but positive vibes here. Yeah, don't call the audience out during the show. You call yeah, them out on, on social we, media oh, later. Yeah, come on, Wheels. We're lose our fucking 22 listeners. 26. Which I guess, do you guys rely on social media as a form to get yourself out or well i mean we live in 2020 you kind of you, doesn't matter what the f- what you do really you gotta yeah. have a social media account of some sort yeah. get your name out there so we've got instagram we've got facebook our instagram is cozen indigo 2020 and our facebook i believe is the same and you have a YouTube too, don't you? I believe we have a YouTube. I'm not sure if there's anything up on that. Okay. Once again, uh, we do just... have Apple Music and Spotify, though. So all okay. of our music is on Apple Music, Spotify, and whatnot. Okay. So just search Cozen Indigo on Apple Music, and your new e- your new yeah. When was that released? A couple of months ago. Your new EP. Uh, I'd say about five five months. Okay. So you can find the Cozen Indigo EP. It's Cozen Indigo's Greatest Hits Volume Two. I think this uh, the first album is just Cozen Indigo. Oh, okay. And then then we haven't came up with a new album name yet. Fucking, I just gave you one. Yeah, can't do greatest (laughs) hits yet. Fucking Cozen Indigo Greatest Hits Volume Two. Should have been your first album. Everybody's like, holy fuck! I never, I never heard of these guys before, but they're fucking good. And they've got a greatest hits already. They must have been around forever. <laughs> they, they are very good. And I, I do want to talk about your album and like your influences of... Well, what, fuck, actually, I, I had an did. idea the other day. Can I stop you right there? Where's my fucking Glutenberg? No. Um, I lied. I was never going to get you a beer. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, I'll let it slide. Well, thanks time. for having Cozy Indigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, about all the time we have yeah, today. Yeah. yeah, they usually say it's a lead singer problem, but it turns out it's the lead guitarist problem. <laughs> he never we all, shares. We all know it's the lead guitarist problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, Justin, Daniels, you were saying about the influences. Yeah, what, um, what influences... Or on your album, like we've all listened to your album and your music. What inspired the songs that are on your EP? I know it's Wham, so, wasn't it? Well, like from a <laughs> vocal <Death> perspective, 
from a vocal perspective, I'd say like uh, Chris Cornell. Oh, I tried to do, that. you know, like as far as inspiration, like while we were writing that album, we had a song called Pookie, which was Pick Up and Kill It, which wasn't actually on that album. It might be on this yeah. next one. Yeah, but that was a, a Rage Against the Machine inspiration completely. Yeah, that's that's a... That's a gotta sit down with mitch and because that was with tommy okay there's another one that there's actually another one that's going on this album that um we are with that we recorded beforehand but colton was going back to college for his third year plumbing in there we couldn't get it done in time and i was like i'm not gonna wait fucking four months yeah for whatever and i know he's like even if he could make it back for the weekend i know how fucking third and fourth year fucking college and uni is yeah so i guess dead to the world yeah yeah yeah. so i was like i'm not getting anything fucking usable out of that so i was like fuck it we're gonna print the album with five instead of six yeah Mm -hmm. and then um can can i ask you a question come back uh is there any plans i've got a very one of my favorite songs that you guys do is is um hellraiser yeah. yeah, that's going on. That, I was just to say so that's, that's going okay. on. Is that the album. one? That's yeah. the one that that's still needs to be recorded. That'll be on this next album. I've never yeah. been more psyched in my that, life. <laughs> that one is yeah. completely. I've never been Foo more psyched. Like Dave Grohl all Fuck. the way. That's and and, and Tommy wrote that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Came, ta- Tommy came to me and wrote, he he showed me the riff, and then I we kind of like the composition for the song, and then I kind of just was like okay how many fucking extra riffs can i put to this <laughs> <laughs> and like actually i was like how many fucking guitar fills could like little guitar fills leading into the next chord can i put in <laughs> like it's it kind of just worked out that way that it was fucking it's really fun yeah. too between how many like the the age but the age difference between the bands me being the youngest like i grew up in the punk era and like no well not so much no effects but the alexis on fire rise against yeah almost like fucking afi all those guys like that was my era as where taylor is more like Led zeppelin slash so we all have our different kinds of style of music but it's funny because we all kind of like the same stuff Mm -hmm. so like rival sons is just they're a great inspiration like vocals melody as as well as like the guitar ability the drums everything's just it's not critiqued it's just it's you didn't say bass there, by the way. I didn't say bass. Because <laughs> it's in your face. <laughs> bass in your face, always. You're forgetting the crucial part, man. <laughs> no, man, I, I got to say, I was listening last night, and, and the bass sounds fucking pretty, pretty fucking it's, it's good. good. Like, yeah, it, it sounds pretty fucking good. Absolutely. Like It's just dead on. It's it's solid. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Colton doesn't agree, but... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we were, I was talking about Rival Sons. Yeah. Oh, Actually, you oh, know yeah. what's funny? Funny, speaking of Rival Sons, is that fucking that one that like you guys wrote, like you had an idea, and then you guys wrote it together, and fucking... And then I came over that other night. Yeah, that the, one. the most recent song that, that we're probably going to put That like, just to me is, there's, I can't remember the name, but it's just, it's like, it's, it reminds me so much of a rival song, song and it's just like fucking perf- perfectly, super that lazy. song is perfectly super lazy ex- and But it's like, it is, and then it gets into the fucking like, not the not the first chorus where it's essentially just Second like a chorus is like a power chorus, right? Yeah. Second second chorus is like when the fucking the drums and the fucking overdrive really kick in. It's just yeah. like fuck. Didn't expect that, and it, but it works. Yeah, it's a amazingly. nice little melodic tune that has its variances in it. Yeah, and that all started in Colton's living room, just yeah. on an acoustic guitar. He's like, "Hey, Mitch, 
I got a song. I want you to come play on it. I was like, yeah, cool. I'll come around, man. And uh, Colton started singing, and then I added a verse, and all of a sudden we played it at band practice, and it's now a song that'll probably. Do you, do you guys have aspirations to do like an acoustic version of your album? So you know like, what? That could well, be so really good. Aaron, no, Aaron, Taylor's, Aaron, no. Taylor's no. obviously a hard no. He plays electric instruments. Oh, honestly, man, like fucking. Um, I'm sure actually, you can play acoustic. Yeah, well, oh, actually, funny, can. funny, funny yeah. story is actually Traveler originally was an acoustic song that i wrote nope. i fucking i was playing that like i think i was playing the main part like the main riff the main part of it a year before i was even in, like before the legionaries lighted it to an electric yeah and then like i was i, I was playing it was kind of my own little fucking ditty because everybody has that right like yeah, fucking, yeah. you know and then um i was playing it across from like smitty's in the patch where those benches are with fucking uh, the with Tim Arsenault, Rooster, and uh, fucking uh, buddy of mine, Craig Barry, and uh, I was playing it on t- Tim had just gotten like a new fucking brand new custom guitar because you know he needs more of those. <laughs> he's got like fucking nine. Yeah, he's got some really. Beautiful <laughs> oh, he's got some guitars. fucking beautiful ones. But anyways, oh, yeah. he was like, "Oh, you gotta play this, Taylor," and I was like, "Fucking, I was playing it." And I was playing that song, and he like recorded a couple of clips, a couple of seconds of it. He's like, "Fuck, man, you gotta like, you gotta really turn that into something." And then like, that's how Traveler started out. It was originally on an acoustic guitar. So uh, Traveler, I just want to say um, this might be a, an excellent time to cut to the music. Yeah. Um, uh, we want to give you guys um, a song. Uh, this is a full song by Cozen Indigo. Um, off their latest CD. This song is called Traveler and uh, have a listen, see what you think. She was the one, the only one 
Awesome. That was a really good song. That was a good song. It's a really good it song. Excellent song. It's a good song. It's, song. it's a technically a good song. What uh what oh, is the uh <laughs> what was the process behind this song? Can I just say before we get into the process? I, I love that opening riff. Yeah, Thanks, that opening riff is is so good. I like all it's the just, riffs on this song, but yeah, yeah, it's album, just yeah. so good, man. Like there's so many goods like like Shiverin, which is the intro song, like which yeah. is what you heard <laughs> in the intro to this episode. It mm-hmm. is fucking like that's heavy. Like that's that's a that's a heavy good song. Like it's, that, that. It's funny that song was actually like an accident. <laughs> really? <laughs> Interesting. So I I used to have a, a Black Star HT40 combo amp. Sounds like a fucking dream, but um, yeah, it's it's Black Star is like a bunch of Marshall employees quit and started their own company. Okay. Anyways, it's they make the, it sounded fucking great, but the problem is it's with any mass produced fucking amp is. Sometimes the circuit board starts fucking going after a while, and it's it was it was just a like a lemon, like a money pit. Sounded great, but I was like, I'm not fucking investing in more of this. And so at that point, fucking my amp had fucking kicked it again, needed more fucking fixing. So I uh, had this fucking I have this pedal called the the Big Muff Pie. 
<laughs> and let me tell you, it is a big muff. It's fuck. It's 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 muff It's the muff of the muff. I'm sure there's there's fucking muff aficionados out there that would disagree with me, but it is the muff of the muff. Justin's the biggest muff aficionado. <laughs> Sadly, no. But but anyways, fucking. So that my that amp craps craps out. I'm fucking pissed off. I just about kicked the fucking thing over, and um, so I take my pedal board and uh, plug it in. There's a PV bass amp up there, and I plug that up. Plug all my shit into that, and just start playing this fucking dirty that riff. I just start playing that riff. I just click the big muff and start rocking it. You know what? <laughs> After you said I got a pedal called the Big Muff, I was like, yeah, that that's, that song sounds like it has a pedal called the Big Muff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's how Definitely that came. Travelers back. have big muffs. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Travelers might groom. You don't know. <laughs> well, well, well. Well, you know what? He he might not know, but you definitely don't know. <laughs> no, I do not. Well, if it's Helen Mirren's muff. Hey, oh, hey, shit. this is oh, not man, the podcast. Yeah. Cornrows. <laughs> Muffs happen when you travel. Uh, where did the inspiration for Traveler come from? I think, like, uh, lyric oh, side, man. like, as soon as Taylor started playing it, it was wintertime when we were out there and so we we have this infrared heater that i just asked you were you smoking your last cigarette well yeah yeah. right so (laughs) we're we had this infrared heater it's cold outside and i'm just you know like the thoughts of it was just like you know times are changing but it's time to like you know start traveling get like get your mind set on it was at that point when you thought you were in and out of the law He was a reckless well, boy at those it's times. It's funny. I'm not going to give too much info on that side of my story just because I don't need to get into it. They all just trouble. heard it, man. <laughs> he's up, he's it. upgraded to a man since. <laughs> this is where the podcast goes off the rails. I hope you're ready for it. You know what? I, I have only been in the back of a cop car one time, and I was a minor. And it was driving it, so it's fine. Yeah, no. <laughs> impressive <laughs> backseat driving yeah, it through the plexi yeah <laughs> but yeah i know like i suppose it like more or less came into mind like just getting the inspiration to yeah be a traveling band like like the majority of it is is for the girls that we were with at the time it was a song for them kind of like if we were that to go you, out and you just travel got, you had just gotten together with sulkin pretty much i think i think so yeah and i mean tommy was with uh, Jess for for like a couple of years, I think. Yeah, he, and no uh, Aaron showed up to Jasper with Kelly. Yeah, and I'd been with Jess for probably almost, I'd say a year. No, maybe I don't even know. Fuck, you're digging yourself the fuck a is hole. Time? Yeah. You're digging time. yourself a hole. I guess that's I guess that's who that song was for. It's for the girls. It yeah. was like. You know, that's why it's like, so won't yeah. you take me to be your traveling, traveling man? It's more, it's a song for them. What about, what about Mitch? You got a lady? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, Kirsten's oh, a legend. She's cool, man. She's cool, man. She's cool. Yeah, yeah. she's brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's she's videoing girl. us with Jess. Yeah, big shout out to Jess Muir, Taylor's girlfriend. She's yeah, they've, they've helped us. Man. Huge what into is, the photography. What is their Instagram or social media accounts? Except I had no oh, influence um, on Traveler. Jess I came, Meyer, I came up to Traveler. Jess, yeah. It's Jessica Meyer Photography. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Follow and subscribe or, to that yeah. talk, uh, Instagram yeah. account. 
Yeah, so she does. She she's done. I think all of, if not most of our. She's done all of all of our professional photography. Okay. Yeah. So like my profile picture, Colton's. Mm-hmm. I think fucking yeah. Aaron's and Tommy's for a while. I don't know. No, definitely not yours. Your profile picture is fucking. It's been the same for yeah. a while. Yeah, check out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just screen functional. If you, you want to look at it, if the, if the, if people want to check it out, like they can either check out the Coast and Indigo Instagram or Facebook, or they can check out Jess's uh, Instagram. And she doesn't do just like ours. She does. Um, she actually originally does uh, landscape photography. Like that's that was her passion, and then I just at, when we were we were going out for a practice uh, session. Wait too long for Jess. She was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she's still with me. So potentially, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you wear you wear these fucking short shorts, and she's still with you. Oh, that's, that's, that's what started her. That's, that's, that's what got the hips. She likes those the short hips. shorts. Who got Jess? What the fuck, Jess? You can see his ball sack hanging out the left hand yeah, side. Like, it's I love ball sacks hanging out these short shorts. <laughs> yeah, I think it was more or less. She's just like that. Is a fearless, like well, heterosexual man up very there. Very well groomed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, they're so smooth. I just don't have any hair. Yeah, you know what? Compared to my legs, yours are pretty, pretty smooth. I'm naturally smooth, actually. What's going on there? And I guess while we're still on the topic, yeah, you know, it's even like my lady, big shout out to her too, Silken. Just, you know, being there supporting. It's a big part of uh, what drives, you know, good nights. And when you're getting up on stage, like it's always nice to have somebody give you a pat (laughs) on the cheek. When she was on the soundboard for for the first set (laughs) in New Year's. (laughs) Sure does. Right on the nub. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's why we're all here. I'm sure that's place. exactly what Kirsten does. She kisses your knob before you get on stage. Hey, she does, man. It's my good luck charm. Yeah, I didn't get into podcasting because I like that. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. so I just, just, I just really wanted to cast my pod. <laughs> there was a moderate amount of action. Do you knight her with your penis after? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Fuck. Unite her and then you get a kiss on the nose. Well, actually, we need to start a vlog if we want to disclose that kind of information. So, and introducing our new vlog, <laughs> kiss on the nose. Exactly, exactly. Uh, that'd be like. Where like, does my girlfriend now, kiss me be before like, going on stage? I can just see it now. It'd be like Monty Python, but porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. It's a fact. Let's go to Camelot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, dudes. Don't you we... mean camel toe? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Don't, don't forget the moose knuckle. Yeah, I was oh, gonna say. Yeah. No, we can forget about Chad's place. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so eating a no, yeah, a baconator with no. your ass. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> to see Chad Doyle. Damn it. You know how many episodes we've avoided this topic? <laughs> he paid me money. It's fine. Don't worry about right. it. I donated to the cause. <laughs> Before we get into it, did you, you mean make sure that check doesn't balance? Can I ask you, did you call him a peckerhead today? I called him that at least seven times. Excellent. Today. Did you say it was from me? Absolutely. I said a plumber called you peckerhead. He goes, <laughs> fuck you, Tyson. Yeah, okay. He knew it was. He knew. He knew. He's like, it's either Tyson or Gary. <laughs> One of the two. And there was like, was he short? 
It's like, yeah. well, they both are compared to Chad. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no so, Mitch, do you often eat Baconators with your ass? Well, I tried once and I just squished it, so... It's a common I, I, I don't Sounds have, like you I, might have to blend it I first and then put it into like a giant males, so. syringe. Yeah. And just syringe it's it in just, your butt. It's like a funnel. It's like a beer well, bottle. Definitely not no, 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 no. Really. There's no way. You could probably chug liquid, right, with your butthole. I don't think you could eat food with your butthole, though. But you've never tried. You chug it. I don't I think see, it would I, work. You blend the food into liquid. You can, like, you can suck liquid. You can't suck solid. Right? I can just, I can just see, I can just see it's like <laughs> going, going, going up to the into a liquid. That's why yeah, but I see the validity. You, you, would, you, you still couldn't like funnel motive. it into your butthole. You need to get a <laughs> but giant it's a syringe. Why baconator topping is yeah, tearing but the man apart? Food anymore. <laughs> it's like the more bacon you can't the just, you can't just blend your Coca Cola and your McDonald's burger and French fries and butt chug. Yes, you can. You need to syringe You never done that shit. Well, yeah. Okay, you know, you know. Problem solved here. You just go up to the fucking drive thru window and, like, can I get a Big Mac suppository, please? <laughs> it's just a dehydrated Did you mean deep a tiny little pill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It expands when it goes what the burgers baby. are. You, you, you will always feel full after this suppository. <laughs> That's a whopper. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys ever watch Dragon Ball Z? As oh young, fuck yeah! yeah. Young yeah. Have you ever watched Dragon Ball, Ball Z? Abridged. That's what it was all about. It's oh, like we Mitch. can put anything into a capsule. Press this button, put it up your ass. Did, did you ever day. watch Dragon Ball Z abridged? Oh, the best. So good. Fucking oh, amazing, man. man. Is it just him oh, doing the spirit bomb for like 20 minutes? Yes. No, no, one, no, no. one spirit bomb goes for like 14 episodes. I know. No, but Dra- no, no, Dragon Ball Z abridged. Dragon Ball Z abridged is, a, is like a YouTube fucking series where they just like cut it down it's awesome. stupid short. Yeah. And it's a parody. It's fucking oh, hilarious. Nice. But I'll, it, I'll have to it look goes that up. for almost the same yeah. length of time as the original season. Oh, wow. Okay. And you're like, okay, you guys now. The Kung this. Fu hustle of Dragon Ball Absolutely Z. Absolutely right. What a great so fucking good. movie. <laughs> I'm a man. I go pee pee standing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that, that's Dragon Ball P. Yeah. Yeah, that's Dragon Ball P. And that was another YouTube parody. But Dragon Ball Abridged came first. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Fuck, that was gold. And he's like, cuck, 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 cuck. Carrot cake? <laughs> it's like fucking Vegeta like trying to fucking rip down on Goku and he's like he fucking pulls all weird faces and shit. Yeah, it's oh, good. I fucking know what I'm doing today. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that shit I love up, Dragon Ball. I've never seen this oh, before. Dude, oh, you are going to lose your Daniels, if you never... Yeah. Oh, you're Dragon so Ball good. abridged. Dragon Ball Z... DBZ abridged. Yeah, okay. DBZ it's by, uh, by a... Comp- or by Dragon Ball a bunch P. of guys called Dragon Ball Team P? Four Star. Yeah. Look, you were going to die when you watched that. Write that down. Yeah. And I want to talk about... Did you guys ever play Red Dead Redemption 2? Oh, fuck. Fuck yeah, right. Right. so good. Okay, wait, hang on, hang on. One. Hang on. Daniels has a YouTube video that you guys need to watch. Is that one where... Oh, yeah. That's like, the one. Uh, it's like Red Dead, but it's like real life. So, uh, oh, yeah. so Buddy gets into a gun, like a gunfight, and he's like, he's like going up and going like... Pew, pew. And he has to do like 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 the dead eyes. So he's got like four smokes. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's hammering like whiskey down. Yeah, and, then, and, and then he like he stands up and starts. And there's like the girl 
Sadie is there. Is Sadie is next. She's like, "What in the fuck are you doing?" Like, <laughs> and he's just hammering he's cigars. He's just—he's got like three just cigars in his mouth. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what the name of that one is. If you look up Red Dead Real Life, you've probably yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure if you look. But up the Red best Dead part Real is like he yeah, at one point he's like doing that. Like he's in Deadeye, and the guys are just standing there in like real time. Like, what the fuck is he doing? And he's just like, <laughs> he's just in slow mo. Yeah, he's in slow mo, but no one else is. And they're like, what the fuck is he doing? And that's, that's is he in like a park, and there's a bunch of like just random people. No, no, no. Right? He's, he, he's in like the woods, and yeah, like he, he's like on sets. It's it's very well produced. Okay. Um, it's like you're. It's like the the environment that Red Dead would be in. Yeah, yeah. Like he takes shots of like how far you can't do anything without having like a fucking witness. Like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. someone's harassing you. You accidentally shoot them, and then it's like a witness. Is this somebody witness murder? He's like, no, it was a fucking. There's even uh-huh. one where he's like, he I didn't kill to, that guy. I swear. He keeps trying to put like his, his gun in his holster, but he's saying like R two, like he's shooting him. He's like, quick draw, uh-huh. so, yeah, quick draw, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, and then uh, and then. Yeah. What, what are you doing? He's like, quick oh, draw. Shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then I he's, did not mean that. He's fucking looting. Someone these. press the X button. <laughs> yes. he's, he's fucking looting these bodies. And they're like, Arthur, we really have to get going. <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah, he's like, what the fuck's back. he doing? And he's like, hang on there. I just got to loot one more body. <laughs> and he's getting down there. Look at that. Body. Silver spittoon. I'm going to keep that, boys. <laughs> Half smoke cigar. <laughs> and then it's like, Arthur. Come on, we gotta go. They're coming right now. And he's like, hang on a second. And he's like, hey, which end we got here? Rolls another pizza <laughs> guy, shoots another dude. He's like, it's all good, just relax. <laughs> anyway, it's a vicious cycle in that game of like, yeah. fucking, yeah. Yeah. you kill someone because you think there's nobody around. And like, as you, then every it's time like one, you're like, fuck, you gotta kill like 15 people. Yeah. And because the witness is running away, <laughs> and you're like, "Please oh, don't say anything." It's like, "I'm going to tell the, I'm going to tell no, the they're, they're getting fucking lassoed and oh fuck! I think the, I think the, <laughs> the, the craziest fucking death I ever ever had in that game is I was going through fucking the mountains yeah. somewhere, and then fucking out of nowhere, a fucking mountain lion just fucking comes, <laughs> comes out of a nowhere goddamn mountain and fucking lion. kills me on the horse, <laughs> takes you right off the saddle. <laughs> 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 Oh, shit, no, no, man, lion. Fuck. Where did that come from, man? Like, come on. <laughs> you gotta love when the game generates, like, like, yeah, they're like, like, oh, like, no, like too long. there's Fuck so him. much when you're, like, trying to, like, have the highest graphics. It plays its game, own like, rules, man. It's so, like, like Jumanji. You, yeah. look be- you look behind you, there's nothing there. You go forward, and then you get eaten by the mountain lion. <laughs> Usually it's me looking behind myself, and then when I look forward again, it's me riding into like a fucking tree. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like you fucking, <laughs> fucking fly up the tree. Dunk. <laughs> oh yeah, we're handing out, bud. Right, yeah, we're doing this again. For reference, Pink Whitney's being handed out by All right, rock stars. We're doing by Daniels. Whoa. Thanks, buddy. Hey man. Well, we're in a bar. Is there is there any other uh, like I guess like movie or television or like uh, other kind of like personal influences? To your music, like, do you have any? Of yeah, the, Alien vs Predator like, gives me a real good vibe. <laughs> I don't. Oh, even your know. nipples hard and hardcore. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, I tell. Holy shit, man! Yeah, that was doing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, how about uh, favorite bands? I think we should do everybody. Let's do everybody in the whole fucking show yeah, tonight. Absolutely. Favorite bands? Tyson, you're married. You can't. You home. can't do anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson, I don't get to do anybody either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Wheels, we'll start with you and we'll go uh, clockwise. My favorite band is live. 
And followed Whoa, by your really? shot of Pink Whitney. You seriously? Like, is that like, no. you can hear the dolphins no, cry? No. Fucking yeah. Lakini's yeah. Juice is one of my it's favorite exactly. songs of all time. You lay on it. Gotta live. Love's good band. Love's good band. Oh, you know what? I grew up. to live. Fuck yours. I grew up on to that. My dad's favorite band is live. Cheers. Pink Whitney. Tickle my Pink Whitney. Can I can I ask a serious question? What what other songs are done by live? Because I've only heard that one. Oh, or perhaps man. I've Lightning heard more. Crashes, Lightning crashes. Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins, Dolphins cry. I was singing um, that one. Shit town. Mitch Bikini's juice. Mitch was like, it I've was never heard rendition. such a masterful rendition of Dolphins. <laughs> the damn cry. Otter Creek. I alone. Okay. Yeah. I alone. That's I alone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Did you just Google that? No, I've got it on my. F- I've got the album. Yeah, you just googled <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, just Google it. My dad was a big fan of Live. I grew that up on Live. And it's an underrated band. It's a really underrated. They only had that one album, were, right? They were. Are you saying your dad's overrated? Like and I'm forty. And I'm my dad's. Yeah, yeah. My dad's in his fifties. They got just, so right, big, right. so cool. You're one of those that young everyone old guys. That's, that's focused on their next track, not what they'd done before, right? Really, you think that? I guess you could say Wheels is the youngest guy in the old guys podcast. He's actually the oldest guy in the. Come on, my show. I have my <laughs> show. So what do you want to think? You, you, what do you I, I think they're underrated. You talking the shit about live? Process. You talking about live? I don't think so. Live. They have a really good live show. I've seen them live. I would I've imagine if you have a name, fucking live. Loud as fuck. If anyone better be good. Live, you better be good. Like, I would kind of hope that live has a good live show. You better not be no effects. You know what? As a kid, though, I was always like, Dad, can you play more live? He's like, who? Who the who fuck's you, live? You want life cereal, son? I'll get you some life cereal. <laughs> hey, so Colton, what about you? Favorite band or singer? If right? I, have to I guess we can go that one, way. You know? Zac okay, Efron. okay, no. That's probably Zach Efron. It's probably Zac Miles Zac. Kennedy from uh, Alter Bridge is probably one of my favorite singers. Yeah, that's but bad. as far as overall, it's got to be Chris Cornell. You know, it, okay. just, it has to be. Yeah. Well spoken. R.I.P. Chris, man. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Fucking I got into them. Right. Dude. I saw them on SNL when I first started like staying up late and they played um, Pretty Noose and uh, Pretty. Um, that's Soundgarden, bro. That's oh, well, but that's bro. Chris Cornell. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But they still- fucking broke up like weeks later after I watched that, and I thought I fucking caused the breakup. <laughs> You're the like, I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I jinxed it. I was like, these guys are super awesome, and it's like I read, and it's like, no, they're broken up now. Well, <laughs> it's it's really funny because I was more of an audio slave oh, fan, right? Audio and oh, so man. I did. I liked a lot of I liked a lot of Chris Cornell solo stuff. But I will man. admit this one thing is that you know in the beginning stages that he wasn't on my mind. But playing more and more with this band and our style technique, how we kind he of associate him, right? Exactly, and yeah, like sure. he became a huge inspiration. I'd grown up listening to Chris Cornell play, and yeah, Soundgarden, Audio Slave. Oh fuck yeah, man! Like you Audio, know, Audio Slave is, uh, uh, in one of my opinions, is like they're fucking. So he really he plays most, a big role, if now, not yeah. one of the most underrated bands of, of all fucking. Oh time. yeah, for like, sure. I, I remember sure. hearing, like, I didn't even, I was, when Koch Eyes came out, like, fucking, I have no, I didn't even know, I heard the name Rage Against Machine, but I had no fucking clue, and then Koch Eyes came on fucking Much Music, fucking back when it played, fucking when it even existed. And then I was like, fuck, what is, what is this, man? Like, what is this? Audio Slave has, like, ten radio hits, man, like. 
Oh, that was more, just their more. first. Yeah, they, they that was just their more. first album. It was so they cool. Were, they were, <laughs> and you got to give it to Chris. Chris. They're one of those super bands. Like they were like yeah. Velvet Chris's Revolver or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Say, what was that other fucking super totally band? Super band with, with the Stone yeah, Sour yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, Velvet yeah, yeah. Revolver. Yeah. No, Velvet oh, Revolver. Scott Weiland. Yeah, wasn't he the Stone Sour? Stone Sour. With Corey Taylor. Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Sour. Fuck. Jesus, what yeah, am I doing? What are you Stunt fucking... Cut me a break, same, man. Same era. Fuck. Same era, right? I've been yeah, cutting yeah, you a break for years. <laughs> no, you no, haven't. I wonder if there's sex of people where it's like you're either audio slave or you're Velvet Revolver. Yeah, I don't know. I'm audio slave. You cannot accept no, the I'm audio one. slave. The thing is, there's, there's, like sound totally garden, though, there's the Soundgarden like... favorites <laughs> and the audio slave favorites. Because it's like Chris Cornell blew his voice out. In Soundgarden, yeah, but he totally had a higher tone. He had he was such a great range. He had a with huge Soundgarden, range. right? Then he came to Audio well, Slave, but he took on the lyrical aspect of yeah. Zach and introduced Cornell's vocal range. Oh man, and like, I guess it's so hard to even say that. Even I just love Chris Rage is Against mine. the Machine. Like, f- like, fuck, man. Like, it's just it like that. Those guys changed my fucking life. Oh, absolutely. Like, and like oh, fucking, they're sure. they're they're just in uh, insane. And then Audio Slave comes out, and it's like fucking. It's, it's different. That, it's it's that. Well, but it, then it's, it's fucking. You got, got a, you got vocal. It took, with you, you had you, you had Tom Morello's kind of you know funk to be rock, honest, like whatever it was that twist style. Rage Against the Machine ending was probably. It was it was the perfect time because you know what like fucking you you can only go so far, yeah. With that, like fucking like um. May, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they could have gone fucking farther, and it, it could have been fucking other uh, otherworldly again. But I mean, fucking ending on Battle of Los Angeles was fucking like That's man, what to, a fucking album to, to end on. End, right? yeah. yeah, and then like and then you turn around and then fucking. There's like Tom Morello and Brad Wilk and Tim Comerford are still fucking playing that style and Chris Cornell comes into play. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like it's it's like it's like holy fuck. But and as far like, as like the music influence for like writing melodies to our songs, no, there's so many. Mm-hmm. There's so many vocal influences. Chris Cornell's definitely one of them. Yeah. As um as a Rage fan. Well, well, Taylor's just bailed. Yeah, he just bailed. He just bailed. I know his He's favorite. Well, I, I was going to talk about his favorite band. I was just yeah. going to ask him if he was into One Day as a No, no. His, Taylor's favorite band is Nickelback. Yeah. That <laughs> is Taylor's <laughs> favorite band. <laughs> Everyone has heard ask, it. You, you better get Taylor Blackstock's favorite band is Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> and he's not here to defend it. He so also likes Daughtry. Like Daughtry. His hair Daughtry? also Daughtry? looks like Daughtry? Itchy Band. Daughtry? It's all right, man. I get a nickelback every time I fuck hates, him up. He has he Itchy Band roses. hair. Wait. Oh, yeah, totally. Hang on. Did you say Daughtry? I said Daughtry. Remember we were listening today and you were like, who's singing this song? And I said Daughtry. And it was Photograph with Santana and Daughtry. But I thought it was Shine Down. And I said it's Shine Down every time. I'm so it was, sure. It was, and it was wow. so good. Did you just fucking disrespect Shinedown? I didn't mean to, but I always get Daughtry and Shinedown's voices. I always think they sound so similar. Not cool, bro. Who the fuck is Daughtry? Colton and me and the. He won American Idol. I know that. He did. Right? That means nothing to me. (laughs) He's good. Daughtry's a person. Daughtry's not a band. Don't listen to Taylor. Daughtry is. No, Daughtry is a person. 
He kind of looks like David Drainman. I thought he's bald, <laughs> isn't he? A little bit. Yeah, he's or maybe bald. I just mixed him up with yeah. yeah, you might have. He, he's a person, though. Are. Are. One person. <laughs> so, Taylor, so. let's hear about your favorite band of all time. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, fuck. I have an all favorite let's band of all time. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, buddy. And you but can't say yourself, dickhead. Well, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a band, <laughs> you spineless mofo. <laughs> Well uh, said, Wales. Apparently, well, Tyson, well said. apparently Tyson has to clap. <laughs> that doesn't say it, nothing, Will. <laughs> okay, but if you had to put your finger on just one, I one, know you have tons of inspirations, it'd but be just Tyson's mom. Oh, fucking, that's beautiful, man. She listens to this show, man. Come on, man. No, Love I'm you, Sherry. Kidding. I'm just kidding. She doesn't. No hard, no hard feelings. Yeah. I just gotta, I've got an rip on your I've son. Yeah, yeah. For you. She understands. So um, before before you took off there so abruptly, I asked as as a Rage fan, were you into One Day as a Lion? Yeah, I, um, I didn't catch too much of them, man. But they're fucking super, like they're super sick. Yeah, as, especially because I'm also a fucking Mars, a huge Mars Volta fan. Yeah, and it was the fucking drummer from. He was in the first like three or four Mars Volta albums. But no, it was almost like sure, another attempt sure at rage. It, it was almost, you know, like just yeah. like, I know it, it wasn't the way, like, Tony Wilder. It wasn't switched up to do their own thing. It was that's like usually the argument I hear is that it was just like oh, he's just trying to grasp, you know, straws and. Well, yeah, like it was like I, I honestly, I do have a couple of their songs. And I think it's great because I'm a huge fan of Rage. I just love the iconic voice that comes along with it. But yeah, I think it was like, you know, it was kind of another shot. Like, yeah, I guess some of us have one style vocal melody. Um, right. I think like um, I there there was a big, there, like I, I as a guitar player felt there was a big difference between mm-hmm. the two. Mm-hmm. But um, like... Like I mean, when it comes to to like to rapping and like hip hop and all that, like fucking nobody kills it more than than Zach De La Roca. Man, yeah. that guy is that he just slays it. And how no he questions the asked. Two, the two sides of rock and rap, yeah. hip hop together. Like, yeah, who can do that? As and well as and he tops and then Limp you get biscuit. <laughs> Come hey, on, easy, but easy. Don't bring up hey, limpy we biscuits. We have to kick you out of your own hot dog flavored water, you chocolate starfish. <laughs> rolling, rolling, buddy, rolling. Oh, Justin is definitely a chocolate starfish. Okay, but what is your favorite band, Taylor? I don't know, man. I can, t- I can. There's a gun to your head. Pick a fucking band to listen to, or that's it. B- Desert Island band. Well, yeah, I guess that's a nicer way of putting it. Desert. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're on a desert island with a guy with a gun to your head. <laughs> well, fuck, that makes it a little more intense. Would it be Led Zeppelin? Would it be... Guns N' Roses? It's Guns N' Roses. I feel Fleetwood like Max, if it's taken CCR, this long to Taylor to pick his favorite so band, he doesn't have a favorite band. Yeah. Actually, so to be hard. honest, like in, in recent years... No, it's years, not. It's fucking super easy. In recent years, I'd have to say fucking so Rival Sons, man. Yeah. Rival Sons. I remember when I first heard him. Like I, I first enough. heard him when I was working in the Alchemist in fucking England. Like, and I was just washing fucking glasses in a bar at this time. And my buddy, who was fucking, um, who was also fucking um, huge into music, fucking, uh, he was just playing playing these tunes off of his fucking Bluetooth speaker, and I was like, 
fuck, man, who's that man? That sounds like fucking like new school Led Zeppelin. And they're and he's playing all. Oh, he's like, oh, they're rival sons. And I checked him out. I was like, fuck, man, they got some killer guitar riffs, some fucking great drumming, and like. Normally, I'd say, like, Desert Island Band, but, um, would be Led Zeppelin, but, like, in recent years, I mean, I've heard every fucking Led Zeppelin song for the last 15, 16 years, so, I'd have to, I'm gonna go with Rival Sons. Rival Sons? Yeah. I like that choice. Good choice. You know, there's such a... Such a well-rounded. Yeah, band. sure, okay. whatever. That's I mean, not- it is hard to pick. I mean, like we oh. we did it. We we did, we were sounding off on our favorite TV TV shows and movies, movies. and blah blah blah. And it's yeah. like, I mean, that yeah. could change. You tomorrow. know, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow or next week, it'd be like, oh, oh you know, fuck. like absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. So it's much like good music out there. It's like fucking like. I mean, they got like the the fucking the, like the guitar soloing work is not nearly as good as some of the other bands that I fucking love, but like. The riff, the riffing, the 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 songwriting, the engineering, and the like, and the producing. It's like you take all the good things that came with modern technology and modern thinking of that, and then you fucking took the okay. Why did we stray away from Led Zeppelin? And fucking like CCR and Guns N' Roses and like all these classic bands. It's like, okay, there's a reason these guys were fucking good. Well, like, listen to like Pressure and Time by Rival oh, Sons. One but of then my after, <laughs> after Pressure and Time, listen to Jordan. Because another fucking it's, great one. You have the top end of let's get it on. Yeah. And then you have the bottom end of let's sit down and listen yeah. to a well thought out song. Yeah. And another point on that. Let's have on a those... candlelight dinner before <laughs> yeah. you fuck the shit out of me. <laughs> well, but Jordan is just such well, a we beautiful can, tune, right? I kind of feel like we're too drunk. Sounds for that like you're now. a little high maintenance, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Sometimes you don't want to go through all that. Right? He gets his knob kissed before getting on stage. He yeah, he's asking for a nice fucking dinner. <laughs> back, That's a Madonna of the band. <laughs> all right, well, before we get to my favorite fucking band, Shall let's do a shot Whitney? of Pink Whitney. Woo. To Cheers. the boys. Cheers. 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 Tickle my Pink Whitney. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Pass. Uh-huh. <laughs> can see your pink Whitney in those fucking shorts. Yeah, you fucking can. That's why, that's why I'm always looking to the left. If we were to take a measuring tape out, so that's from the worry, crotch, tape my junk. from the Come crotch on. to where the short ends, just yes. what the hell? You've got about a half inch. Yeah, this is this is Taylor's girlfriend's fault. We got to see his she, ball sack. She allows this to happen. Yeah, well, fault. okay, you want to hear a funny story about the shorts? Yeah, yeah I, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm, <laughs> so I, I don't have a kid with my missus. Oh, okay. I, I I'm allowed to do you know what I want. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got us there. So I yeah, he does. I think it was a Canada Day, and Danny Bates and Taylor got together, and they were wearing their Daisy Dans. Dan used or to wear Danny those Dukes. fucking shorts. Danny I don't Dukes. think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he did. Danny, Danny and, used to wear yeah, those. So those yeah, Danny Dukes, right? Oh yeah, but I. I so then, anyways, the same time. I don't think the, he, Taylor had come in. We were uh, putting together a show. I wasn't actually a part of. We weren't in a band together at the time. We were part of separate bands. But anyways, Taylor walks in with these god awful jean short shorts, and of course, the first thing I do as a friend is go up and make fun of him. <laughs> And after and that, Danny should. said, "Nice shorts." After that, <laughs> he he comes up to me and he's like, "You just wait, brother. You just wait. These shorts are gonna work better than you know." 
And sure as shit, after like not even being up on stage for like 20 minutes, there's this gorgeous, gorgeous girl out in the crowd who's just eyeing him up. <laughs> and I have my hand in my, or my head in my hand because I'm like, this can't be happening. Like, I know. <laughs> Good looking girl, go away. <laughs> and let me prove my point here. But we were lucky enough that those short shorts had grasped Jessica's attention. And now we've got a, a wonderful photographer in addition to the band. So, I mean, kudos to the short shorts. Kudos. Um, so, I guess we'll get to my favorite band slash singer. Um, I'm going to go with Colin James. And I know it's not a band. Wow. He's kind of a band. Colin James, little big band. He's okay. there. He's got a great album called National Steel, which is my favorite album. He's got a song on there called... Uh, I fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it, it's it's fucking excellent. I'm, I've had a fun bunch of Pig Whitney, man. Cut me in some fucking slack. Yeah. You've had Jesus two Christ. shots of the Pig Whitney. Come are, on. I've had three shots now. of Pig Whitney. I think that's Pink either Whitney. three or four, actually. Yeah, it's about three or four shots of Pink Whitney. And We're shocked anyway, you did blow up the, right the now. The song is on <laughs> National yeah. Steel, and it's fantastic. Would you guys um, take shots while it's gone? Yeah, we did. Yeah, probably. Dicks. Colin James is a fantastic musician. Yeah. I saw him live at the, uh, at the Hinton Music Festival there that just happened last summer. And I, I waited is that all Wild Mountain? Yeah. I waited nice. all fucking night for I, I showed up like three in the afternoon and I watched all kinds of stuff happen. My son the whole time is like, Dad, I wanna go home and I'm like, Yeah, but we can't because Colin James hasn't been on yet. <laughs> and, he, and he's like he's been there for like two hours, like three hours, like four hours. He's like, Dad, I just wanna go home. I'm like, but son, the Colin James hasn't been on. <laughs> you know, you came here to see Colin James. And Colin James goes on, and I got him on my shoulders, and we're and the guy just rocked the fuck out of this show. Nice. It was it was like, it was everything I'd hoped for seeing Colin James live. He sounded dead onto the CD. His voice was like the guy's like fifty something years old by now, and he's just still so fucking good. Nice. And fuck live on. was excellent. And that's a big thing that I'm a huge advocate for is like if they're good live. There's and not just that, but like you have to be able to reproduce what you sound like on fucking CD, man. Yeah. Because I've I've listened to some guys, and they're out like to listen to some albums that come out, and I'm like, there's three of you in a band, and there's fucking like ten instruments being played right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, come on, like there's like okay, I get it. You're fucking you're going for the pop radio angle, and then like fucking whatever. Who cares? I don't care. I'm a musician. I don't give a shit. But, like, if anybody who actually gives a fuck about the music industry or going to see a show goes to see you, they're going to be like, wow, I'm never going back. Yeah. Or they won't even fucking try you in the first place, man. That's how I feel about the Deftones. The Deftones, yeah. I saw the Deftones with Incubus, and I wish Incubus had have opened because I would have fucking left after Incubus. Mm. I I like the Deftones like albums. Yeah, I would never pay to see them live again. Mm. Just over like overproduced albums. It was and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah, and then like to, like they couldn't do it live. And and I don't know if like maybe you know I mean they're they're yeah. a big band like maybe. I don't know. They were fucked up going through like a rough <laughs> patch or something. Like it Chino happens. did get pretty it big happens, there. He did man. balloon up a little bit. But you got to keep it raw and real, right? Like yeah, if, yeah, if like, you can't, if you can't play it on stage, don't write it in the studio. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. big. That's actually a big thing about us in this band. Is like yeah, like fucking like I use a lot of like I use like 
you have to fuck, like there's a lot of things that you have to fucking layer just to get that fucking yeah. just to get that get sound behind it yeah. right yeah but you guys sound just as good yeah. live as you like and you that's sound the, you sound and better that's live the thing. And we're not you trying know, to sugarcoat it. No, either. we're this not. Is and us, that's the thing is, is like, we, are, like we don't raw, even uh, like a lot of songs. We don't even use a fucking. A, we don't use a click track, yeah. except for maybe a count in, because I mean, like fucking, I like we're fuck we're human, man. You're like musicians. fucking tempo is supposed to shift about between like like five beats per minute, unless you're a fucking jazz Nazi and, from the movie fucking. What is that? Whiplash. <laughs> like, unless you're some fucking jazz Nazi or classical Nazi, like... Well, when it comes down to it is, yeah, it's just, just what you said, is free kind of flow feeling, of man. a song, like, the verse, just because it's a verse and it's the same kind of guitar playing, yeah. drums, bass, uh, vocal melody, Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean that the timing needs to... Like, everybody focuses on that, oh, let's have a bridge here, let's do this, let's do that. No. Yeah. Let's fuck with the timing, just so minorly that it changes the verse. Yeah, and not even not even that. I mean, like fucking like there's. I mean, there's so many songs of ours where it's like, instead of writing like so so many people will be focused on writing a a bridge where it's like you have a chord change or a key change. It's it's like well, instead, you know what we're gonna do is we're just gonna do a dynamic change. Yeah, I love dynamic changes. Yeah, One of my favorite great, things, man. In the like world. fuck it, like dirt on my dirt on my face that we recorded last night with like with you guys. Like, and we uh, have that on. Actually, it's up on our YouTube. If you yeah. want to check it out, it's up on our YouTube. Search Wheels Blues Podcast on yeah. YouTube, and we have a Cozen and Go rehearsing. Good, give it a good dirt on my face. Thumbs up, like too. Yep, give it a like. Give it a like. Yeah. Um, Subscribe. You bet. Do all that. Do all it's, that fancy. It's very good. Schmarbage. I love that dynamic change, like where you bring it up and you bring it up and you bring it up and then you just yeah. drop the floor out from it. Like, uh, yeah. d- like dirt on my face. Originally, like we did. Yeah, it goes we, into the bass and the drums there. Yeah, actually, yeah, it really verse, was. Yeah. I think I mentioned it to you last yeah, night yeah. when we were playing, or when you guys were playing, and we and I was recording that. The, the drums and the bass when when the floor gets dropped out and and like the vocals stop and the guitar stops and all that's left is the bass and the drums and and the bass is like triple kicking that might have sorry if that hit the recording but the bass is triple kicking and the bass is triple kicking at the same time and it's just it was it was perfect it was, it it was keeps, so good it keeps the yeah, flow that, alive yeah. enough that the song doesn't stop but it's enough of a break where you can almost just Drop your shoulders and just like kind of group. Yeah, side but like the, side. the rhythm of the song is just still driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it still is. Still driving. Right? The good thing, the thing that I love, like originally that song, we played it like like we played it. Uh, um, I mean, obviously in the like in the between the verse choruses, there's less gas, but like fucking um, uh, this actually like it was what maybe a month before we got into the studio, we decided like. The first uh, after the first after the first verse and chorus, this uh, I think it was the the second verse. Yeah, I, I like um, Colton cuts out his rhythm guitar playing, and then I cut to just playing like fucking off hands like uh, answer call style yeah, leads to his vocals, right. and we we just decided and it it I honestly just suited the fucking song so well. You can like, do cause it because it was because there's no bridge in that song. But it's just like the dynamic change kind of fucking splits it up. And I mean, the song was only three, three and a half minutes. But like with that dynamic change, it kind of makes it feel like it's a lot longer. Yeah. Because it's, it's like and, and adding it, another part with really not adding another part. You're actually taking things away. 
And a lot of that, like that, that in, in music, like the, the bass is always like this driving force behind the whole yeah. song. And if it isn't there, you fucking miss it. And it's not always yeah. that you notice it standing out, but if it isn't there, you fucking are like, yeah. what the fuck? Something's missing. And then if you give that, like the bass and the drums, like the rhythm, a chance to shine through, you really appreciate it. Like, oh, yeah. You really appreciate it. And not it. just that, but like fucking, um, um, fucking, like, and Mitch is fucking super good at this, is like, taking a bass line that would could be fucking like you could just play it full on and actually like just giving it space by making it like staccato like fucking like like short yeah and fucking pronounced and and more aggressive and actually like you're technically you're creating more space in the song even though you're fucking maybe like playing a little bit harder or you're it's like it's he like he's really fucking good at that. It's like taking taking like a bass line and then morphing it slightly for a breakdown. Yeah, this is like I what I was listening to last night and what we do have on recording, which is up on our YouTube, is very like the bass was great, the drums are great, the guitar was great, the vocals are great. Yeah, it all I mean, sounded really good. We had what? How many? Like we had. That was like the third Two, take. Yeah, the third take on Dirt on My Face, and yeah. it was fucking Yeah, done. it was like the there. third take. It yeah. was there. Yeah, it yeah. was there. Solid. And like, I got to say, Taylor, like, you're one of my favorite guitar players, man. Like, you are Thanks, goddamn buddy. good. Like, goddamn good. And like, you're like, but your dad is good, too. And like, yeah. so when you were young. Totally like, different, but yeah. Totally fucking. different. Like, yeah, your dad is a completely different style, but he's an excellent yeah. musician. And oh, yeah. so like, when, when you were young, you, you, this influence. Thanks, Colton, for the Glutenberg. <laughs> Hashtag Glutenberg. Hashtag Glutenberg for us celiacs out Steve there. Steve Glutenberg. There we go. Um, yeah, you're all. Steve so your old man was playing guitar when you were young, right? And like, so I just I grew up around it. Like, yeah. There's so a picture of like his profile picture. I'm fucking like two years old, and he's holding the guitar playing it. Yeah. Like your dad is big into music. He's always yeah. been big into music, and he was oh, in yeah. in this town. He's a well known person in the music scene. Yeah. Oh, he's he's one of the few people in town that's seen led zeppelin live yeah and the beatles that's Fuck. a very small minority awesome. yeah you think yeah. that hold that my dad saw my dad saw led zeppelin the first time they came to canada i think it was shortly after led zeppelin 2 if not it was right before and he's he saw them at a club called the el macombo in toronto yes he well, fucking did i yeah. used to frequent that club <laughs> or no, no, it wasn't. The, no, sorry. Lee's uh, Palace. Yeah. No, sorry, I fucked up. It's not the El Combo. I was thinking of Steve Ray Vaughan used to play there all the time. Uh, it was yeah, actually a club the... called the Rock Pile. Ooh, I don't think it was a, that one. No, it it closed uh, in the seventies. Okay, so like yeah, so none I of us would, would fucking know. know. Would have missed that by a couple of years. I'd yeah. like to say I would have done like some pretty dirty things to see Led Zeppelin at the Macombo, but I would have. Oh no, wait. Uh, at the rock pile yeah but i would have done a lot of things to see stevie ray vaughn live oh fuck, and i mean man. jesus christ yeah, yeah dude man. he would be he, he i fuck he was like featured because the like he was on the marquee and like it was his name like it would just be there oh man i and remember stevie when ray I, vaughn is blues legend oh yeah. yeah i remember when i fucking like f like really like first got into this like well yeah like first got into stevie Ray Vaughn and I was fucking looking up like fucking like fucking videos and band photos of him and there's like a picture of him in fucking Montreux like sitting on the fucking like the stage fucking railing just sit sitting off with his legs hanging fucking playing a fucking guitar and there's like 
like 20,000 just fucking yeah. chicks in yeah. the fucking. I was like, <laughs> no fucking blues player ever had any chicks. What are you talking thing. about? Yeah. <laughs> but that guy, like, if you watch that guy play live, you all you see oh, is man, like it's effortless. Soul. It's effortless. Oh yeah, he's completely effortless, and he's playing the most complex shit you could imagine. It would make it would make your fucking blood pressure spike just trying to con- like just trying to like cons- like figure yeah. out how he's doing it. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's yeah. just l- just loading the shit up like playing yeah. a half step low, just fucking loading this this guitar solo. And I mean, he wasn't much of a singer, but but he could he had like the musical knowledge to just make his singing work. Yeah, in the song, that's, that's he's it. like he's like Bob Dylan too. Yeah, like, he could play, he could play all the right notes to yeah. accompany his shitty yeah. voice. And his his like, and you know right? what the thing is, it's like the best right? I've ever heard. Hey man, like to be honest, no the guy comment. never really yeah. s- <laughs> like the guy never really sang out of pitch. No, he never did. He just had fuck all for range. Yeah, he he sang and exactly the thing is, is like where his, he needed to be. His idol was Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, so like. We all, we've all heard Jimi Hendrix is singing. Yeah, yeah. No. The same. They're the he same. He wasn't yeah. a singer. No. No, he not wasn't at all. a singer. Not he was a fucking yeah. legend, but he was yeah, definitely he no singer, sing, man. But he was not a singer. I mean, like fucking I I I'd almost go out on a limb and say Jim Mor like Jim Morrison was a better singer than that. Well, guy. he was a poet, right? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it was, it's just it's apples and oranges at the end of the day. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, that's what music is. It's just a whole bunch of fucking assorted fruits. <laughs> music, yeah, that's a fact. It's very yeah. true. That's a fact. Yep. Well, so on favorite bands, so who's your favorite band besides Silverchair? For me, <laughs> Silverchair. You know what? All right, so this is funny enough. Uh, who said so, Silverchair? All right, so listen, listen to this. So, where's Where's that. Aaron? We're skinny. No, so Silverchair. No, you guys don't actually understand that. I went to high school in a place called Newcastle. That's which a is where Silverchair are from, and I actually went to a school called the Hunter School of Performing Arts where I played guitar and I was a part of this school, which was 10 minutes walk away from where Daniel Johns grew up. Really? It was the lead awesome. singer of Silverchair. Awesome. You yeah. guys oh, have yeah, to put awesome. or play Tomorrow by Silverchair Fucking just to give the people, <laughs> just give the people a taste. I'll just pull it, play it in my mic right now quickly. But this is Silverchair. Oh. From Stone only like, only like yeah. 10 seconds. It was like, so my brother had that album, and I mean, as a kid, that would definitely be one of the ones so I would I was steal. going to high school when <laughs> they were like doing like Neon Ballroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next album, because that like Frog Stone was around like 96, <laughs> 98. 96, 97, and then, um, no, 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 it would have been earlier because that freak show. Which came, I was in like and grade eight Neon when Ballroom. Freak Show came out, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah and then Neon, Neon Ballroom, Ballroom. I was in high school. So anyway, would... so I, I've met Daniel Johns a few times in my I life. fucking love Silver Chair. Yeah. Like, brilliant <laughs> artist, man, and um, brilliant people. Everyone that is a part of that band is wonderful human. But um, I had the luxury of going to Hunter School of Performing Arts, and we, we ended up getting a full theater, and you know, we were hosting some of these great bands in the later 2000s right and it was it was wonderful and to to be able to hear you know some canadians right now talking about silver chair 
It really, so it really, it really sparks my flame. Right? I'm, I'm showing my musical. They, they were like a not knowledge. 90s I, hit though. Silverchair played on the radio in Jasper, man. Like yeah, I remember yeah, dude, growing I, up I, as a kid. I completely and, and that agree. song "Tomorrow" by Silverchair. That was the first Silverchair song I had ever heard. Was you gotta tomorrow. wait. Yeah, no, you gotta so wait till tomorrow, like, fat boy. Yeah. That's that's I'm the sure moral that's of the story. It. This is my lack <laughs> of musical knowledge. Hard to swallow. I did not know that Silverchair was you know, Australian. You didn't know they were Australian. I, did I didn't know, know they were Australian either. Oh, oh, fuck, they're uh, Australian, man. Yeah, no, I didn't I know that. Up. I grew up right next to them. I did not know that. Right no. next to them. Okay. That's like my go-to whenever I meet an Australian. It's like, so how much do you fucking love Silverchair? Well, monuments know, to them I've, all over I've the country. Met all of the artists. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, my go-to is like, how mu- if you're an Australian and I meet you, I'm like, how much do you love the word cunt? And they're like, I <laughs> fucking love it. You can't That's imagine. Vulgar. Yeah. It's, That's it's, too vulgar. Cunt is a wonderful is, word. Yeah, all Australians. <laughs> and it has many what reasons. Well, it's, like, it's like a in term of endearment. At some point, you know, it's like it is. Uh, well, well who's that? Who's that Aussie? Who, uh, who's that Aussie comedian who sang the song? Because you can't say cunt in Canada. Jim Jeffries. No, it wasn't Jim Jeffries. No, it wasn't Jim Jeffries. Older, older <laughs> Aussie Carl comedian. Baron? M- might have been Carl Barron, but Carl Barron is yeah. fucking. You know what? Barron. It's so true. North America. As soon as you say cunt, it just strikes. It's every it, like it breaks glass. Like, yeah, it every just smacks it's like this, every it's woman like in North sound. America is like, ugh, please don't say that. It's the sound. Like it's the sound. It, it is. It's like a yeah. hard cut and a hard. You made the word. Yeah. Wait, wait. Cunt Do you want to hear it from really an Aussie strikes. right now? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. You're a fucking mad cunt. Which means you're you're wicked as fuck. Yeah, I know, or you're I know a good cunt. Yeah, yeah. A mad cunt. You're a mad cunt. You're I fucking. Like you're a great cunt. Well, from yeah. Canadians to Australians, I Australia, appreciate that. Man, it's got some cool <laughs> shit, man. Like I worked with tons of Australians. I dated an Australian at some point, and it was just all like, you know, <laughs> their I, native I, tongue I, I'm, is I'm great. All in, I'm all in the lingo, man. You know, like I know about going to the bottle. I know about throwing the. Yeah, you go to the bottle. Yeah. You get some bruises. You, you throw go to the, the servo. It's you all good. Put in the esky. You put in the esky. You know, fucking earth cunt. Yeah, fucking, you know, I'm a skits mission. Smoking Darries, mate. Yeah, Give fucking a- smoking those Darrens, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and fucking, I got a pack of Winnie Blues. I always oh, go, yeah, give, yeah, give me a ciggy, give me a fag. <laughs> Yeah, fucking, she's schizo, motherfucker. Bro. Yeah, fuck. So good. There's a few big witnesses. Full yeah. Aussie. There you go. Don't you fucking worry, man. Full it's Aussie. been a couple of years, dude. <laughs> I've been assimilating to Canadian, yeah. and like now, all of a sudden, I can actually be an Australian. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Canadians love yeah. the Australians, man. Even though I'm, yeah. an, I'm an illegal fuck, that's paying I'm surprised. Taxes. There's a lot of Australians. It's all good. Uh, you're more than welcome here. Fucking yeah. Fuck yeah. Cheers, fuck guys. Yeah. <laughs> Love good having times, Australians around, man. They, you know, there is a lot of Australians. Though, up the so place. you must feel yeah, they do. Yeah, they really do. And they show you the big les yeah, show, true. and then you're like, holy fuck, oh, the big yeah. les show! Oh, fucking amazing. Fucking time, what hey. amazing show Come that take is! Take a hit off the volcano bomb. Hey, fucking sassy mate. <laughs> sassy mate. <laughs> and Clarence, he goes in. He's like, yeah, I'll have a fucking one dollar. I'll have a one dollar scratchy. He's like, yeah. You guys yeah. wish you could fucking smoke heroin. <laughs> But you just <laughs> don't know me I just want to trip a snip on my You give me a trip a snip, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why you call it a trip a snipper? Well, <laughs> well, gather around, you cunts. Yeah, yeah. Gather around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two, two weeks. Yeah. He's like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, oh, fuck, fuck you, sassy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you took a trip snipper. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, cunt. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no. Mm. yeah fuck no, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> what you a know, great show. I left I left school in year two, thought I'd do something <laughs> with my life. <laughs> so have we got to your favorite band yet? Like I, I was away. Uh, yeah, what's Daniel's favorite band? Daniel's, Daniel's favorite band? Okay, it's the buddy. Beatles. I fucking it's, knew it. It's just it's the Beatles. But I mean, but it's it's other... The Beatles of all bands. Because Daniel's, you know what? I would have took you for more of a rock guy. So, I, I, you know what? Like, I love, so if, if this was 1999 or the year 2000, we were in high school. It's Limp Bizkit. But I mean, like Weezer's Soundgarden. I fucking love Fred. You're Durst. a Fred Durst kind of guy. I had I a red. It. I had I a red it. Yankee hat, and I wore it fucking proudly <laughs> with my baggy khakis and my. Did you, did you wear it backwards too? <laughs> fucking blame me. Of course, dude. Anybody. It doesn't go forwards. There's, no, there's <laughs> only make one you can't put it on. You can't put it on. It says <laughs> it says flexi fit backwards. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yep. But yeah, I mean, like, like the Foo Fighters. I love the oh, Foo yeah. Fighters. I, oh, the, the you know, fucking Foo Fighters, man. Holy you know, shit! So it, it really depends. But if, if again, if, if it was a gun to my head, mm-hmm. and you can only pick one, that the Beatles are coming with me. Okay, yeah. and great I choice because listen it. to how much dynamic they had. Like, listen to "Drive My Car," which yeah. is kind of rock and roll. Kind of helter skelter, very heavy. You know, there's some heavy tunes. Um, Listen to how much pure genius came out of that. Even on Abbey Road, there's "I Want You." She's so heavy. That's a great heavy tune. And you can get lost in so much of it. You can get lost in the music, or you can get lost in the lyrics. You can get lost in the weird noises that are going on in the background. That that that, like the stuff from '66, like on Revolver. I mean, I. Like the as a former, are fucking amazing. Yeah, they, they, they are They're amazing, and it's you know. How I saw Paul McCartney as a boy live band. They are the best boy band they, of so all time. Yeah, they wrote excellent music themselves. So, so they're the original boy band. Is that what we're saying? I would yeah. Say oh yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. Yeah. those early days, it was no. There was no, no. There was like you know, you you get like two cuts of like the A side. You know, like and, this you know, is this is in sync back in like 1960, yeah. man. Yeah. Like. These guys are fucking everything. So, so is Elvis Presley so like far the original? I guess like Justin Timberlake. Well, I think. Sure. I think. <laughs> I think he was similar. In a boy band too. Similar to Hendrix, I think the Beatles kind of were all about so Presley. Is, so what would you know? the equivalence of uh, Hendrix be then? If the to Beatles what? were like a boy band. What would Whoa, okay, it doesn't exist anymore. Like, the weekend, maybe? I guess. Oh, oh, no. Dude, you do not say you that about Jimi Hendrix. That is not cool. You know, as far as Hendrix goes, because he was he was lead guitar. He was guitar influenced. The vocals came second. Always. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think to this day, there in our era, there is. I kind of think Santana might be close. But, no, but I don't know, no, man. No, but he doesn't sing. When does though. Santana sing? No, yeah, he no, doesn't that's sing. Right? Well, that's what so I like, think. not even about the sitting, the, the the singing. It's just where Hendrix takes like like the music. Yeah. And I mean, I, I I've read interviews for him where he's talking about he's he's not even talking about hearing music. Yeah. He's 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 seeing like colors, yeah. as, as sounds as colors, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah, the guy, really, and, he, and he's only on like three. Times at Aston at that point, yeah. <laughs> you know, and even then, like a lot of the whatever misconception I think is, is that he did do a lot of drugs. When the reality of it is, is he's just a little different. He you was, know? but yeah, he did absolutely. do a lot. Of he's actually. a little different, and he played fucking music his own way without anybody telling him that it was wrong. Yeah. Dude, he that was guy? the one musician that just like it's just like uh, back when they had Woodstock and. Jimi Hendrix comes on, 
bright and early in the morning and starts playing their national anthem. And it took everybody from Woodstock out of this amazing musical shift to realize, oh yeah, our world is in a, a mass war right now. Like we're, you know, this music and peace for days. And then Jimi Hendrix brings you back to what the world is actually going through, plays the natural national anthem. And just he he brings in like war sounds, like planes no. going down, gunshots, all out of his guitar. So he brings all of these people who are there for love and peace back to reality in an instant. Yep. You know. So what, you, you as know far what, as being a musician like that, I think he's he's one of a kind. You yeah. know what Hendrix was? He was like the reverse British invasion. You know, like the British invasion was going on. A lot of acts from Europe, like Britain, and and like even the rest of Europe coming over to America to make to make their mark and all this kind of thing. And, Rolling and, and, Stones, yeah. Yeah, and Hendrix, yeah. Hendrix, I think the Rolling Stones were after this, but Hendrix like meets the guy from the Animals, and and, and they Eric start Burton. kind of hanging out in New York, yeah. and then he's and then like, the you got yeah, you got to come to Europe. So he takes Hendrix to Europe, and he, he and he goes to the British music scene, which is at the time featuring like Eric Clapton and Cream yeah. and Jeff Beck and these kind of guys. And and Eric Clapton hears Jimmy. Like here's Jimi Hendrix play some fucking music, and he's like, "Fuck, man!" And then what Eric Clapton was, because at the time he was kind of like a, a cocky asshole, and he goes, "No." Yeah, so he goes to Hendrix and he's like, "He's like, what the fuck are you trying to do, man? Like, we're trying to make a band here. We're trying to make a name for ourselves, and here you are, just the fucking most amazing fucking shit we've ever heard. Just get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you doing?" And and Hendrix is just like fuck, man. Like I'm, just, I'm just over here. Make you cry with a guitar. He yeah, yeah. No, he could. Arrogant. But like at the time, Eric Clapton heard Jimi Hendrix and he went like, Jesus Christ, fucking yeah, yeah. guy, his goddamn gearbox on yeah, like, fire. Jesus Christ, there's like, competition. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck. Yeah, how do you fucking piss? Kind of like how do you follow that? There's some interesting that? stories that come out of that era, like the late '60s. Uh, and that's and I've read both. I've read Jimi Hendrix's biography written by somebody else and and eric clapton's autobiography and i read both sides of it and it was both sides kind of said you eric know clapton what the beautiful like, thing Fuck is off. was like, that with or without your glasses <laughs> <laughs> the you know beautiful what we, thing is about that era though is that like music was timeless in the sense that we know so much about who these artists were what they wrote what they were going for as we're in today's kind of society where we're so absorbed by multimedia and everything else like how many bands can we all say that we've got into so hard that we know just as much about them Too as many. we do Jimi hendrix the beatles any of these old 60s 70s era bands where like music was more the real thing you know it wasn't it wasn't what it is today yeah but certainly uh, well, uh, that's one of my i agree well i was just gonna say that was one of my big hang-ups about like like, I, I'm so quick to, like, well, I'm, I'm going to open up Spotify and see what's up. And it's just, like, I just find myself typing in, like, the 60s power ballads and, and going to that because you know what what you're going to get. What, I, and there's so the much fucking associated bands are with so it. good. Yeah, yeah. You know there's, so like, much, there's so much culture associated just with one band. Yeah. But you know what? Not just, not just that, but, like, fucking, um, so, like, to put, like... <laughs> I know it might it might sound a little condescending, like coming from a per, like, but to put things into perspective, to somebody who's who's not a professional in the in the industry, is like originally like when Pink Floyd was writing songs with fucking synths, 
to have a synth, you had to have almost like a whole wall of fucking modules. Like LFOs and fucking like VCAs going to trigger other fucking shit like that. That gets really complicated. Just so that you could have one, like, just to have a, just to have a synth. Whereas now, like, with the, like, the digital age is like, it allows guys like us, who actually fucking love music for its, for being, like, as organic as it can be, to make organic fucking music. But it also allows for fucking, well, you know, Kanye West. Except, <laughs> except Taylor hey, Rift's nothing mail. Wrong with that either. There, there is absolutely nothing there, wrong with that. No, and there you know what? It's, there it's, isn't. But there's a certain this. point where it's like, no, there well, has to be a disconnect between, yeah. because Kanye West the person, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, but, but Kanye, like, West, Kanye the West doesn't know shit about music. Now, Kanye no, West you can't sucks. He's a businessman. Like, no, I don't like. No. I think Kanye West I'm gonna is going to go ahead and get Yeezy. He does not suck. You don't want to no, get because you have Homecoming. Right Homecoming was Kanye such West a great fucking album. Yeah, he talked music. One of my favorite songs by this guy, just because. Did he do any of the instrumentation on that? I guarantee you, no. Of course he did. All Kanye West did. You know, he got huge. He ripped off Ray Charles. Yeah, no, but the biggest song in the fucking world. And then everybody oh, didn't even on. know that was a Ray Touch Charles the song. Sky was first before Gold Digger. So the thing is, to is Whitney, he, yes. he, he did a lot of Sweet. things. And, and you know I what? But we're rock and rollers. We're not rappers. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think I want to get into one more person's Harrison, favorite shot? band. What, what's going on? I want to get into one more person's favorite band before we get on to our second song. We're gonna get in. We're gonna hear a second song by Cozen Indigo, Jess. What's your favorite band? Well, you, you want to come, come over here, here please, and, and uh, tell us She's a little a bit Chester about... She's a Chester fan. She's a Chester fan. Okay, come over here, please, and tell us a little bit about your favorite band. That was, a, that was another sad day. Hi. Yeah. Hi, this is Jess. Not too far This off. is our photographer. Will you, will you introduce her, yourself, Slash please? Taylor's lovely girlfriend. Well, I'm Jess. Um, I'm from Switzerland, but I live in Canada. And I'm a photographer, and I love Linkin Park. Okay. Cozen Indigo yep. fan as well. Yep. <laughs> I think yes. she's a pretty massive Cozen Indigo fan, right? Yes, yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, You don't have to kiss his ass. He's already here. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got the short no, shorts on. No, yes. I say that Jesus for Christ. you, Justin. Speaking At one of the point Beatles, we did. though, you're like uh, the Astrid Kirt, uh Kirchner of the of Cozen Indigo? Ashton Kutcher. No, no. Ashton Kitchener. Kitchener? She was like a photographer. Is she pranking us this okay. entire that, time? When, that took those early pictures of the Beatles back in like the early 60s in Hamburg. Yeah. And I didn't know. Okay. She was, uh, <laughs> fuck, who is the It's guy? a compliment. She, she is, <laughs> though. She, was, like, she totally like, is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, the girlfriend of the drummer who was filling in a big way. Well, I mean, the the yeah, bet. Yeah. No, she was the <laughs> my drummer favorite before example. Ringo. It was his girlfriend, right? No. Oh, I'm way no, off. The it. bass player. The bass player. That was yeah, Stu. So well, my fa- cool. my, my cool like I said earlier in the podcast, like uh, in Colton's profile pictures, what are hers? Her pictures. Mine is one of hers, and like if you yeah, go to the co- yeah, and if you go to the Cozen yeah, Jess Facebook never page, took a single photo with me, so that's fine. 
So, so but she took why video. Is that necessarily to the Canadian government, he is not here. Yeah, he's not here. <laughs> he's not here. Please, he doesn't exist. <laughs> please never disclose these photos of me. Okay. <laughs> so, hashtag so, Australia. He's, he's actually just a we blank, always, we, we always get a We image. always get a stunt base man for those photos. They do. They do. But honestly, yeah, kudos to you, Jess, because, yeah, live action yeah, shots so just... Being able to capture a moment, I never realized how hard of a thing it is until, hey, everybody became photographers when they got, you know, smartphones. And how many of you do, like, suck at it? Because I am one of those photographers. (laughs) I can play music. I can't take a photo worth shit. Even if I I try my hardest. I can do both. I can't even take a selfie. What do you mean? I, so can, I, dude, I can't take a good selfie. Jess, about, Jess will capture you yourself, in your best bro. moments. Like I've got such a power vocal stance that she just like captured perfectly. You've got it. You've got to yeah. fade. You can take a fucking selfie. What are you talking about? I can't about? take a selfie. <laughs> Ask Silken. He's, he's Ask a, my girlfriend singer, Silken. Man. I am the worst photographer ever. Just Ask her that. Of his she thumb she, out there. she <laughs> will agree with me. Yeah, on but you just, percent. You've got a photogenic. Wait, wait, wait. He's got a photogenic chin. It's fine. <laughs> and then he covered up with a beard. <laughs> just like Zac Efron. But you know yeah. what? I love capturing the moments like when you see live music and you can just capture that. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I just yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, and yeah, but oh, you, you, you jumped into it yeah. so well, though, because like like Taylor was saying earlier, like you know, you're more of a, a you know a landscape photographer, yeah, still image, mm-hmm. as we're we're jumping around like crazy mm-hmm. lunatics, yeah. and somehow you get us when we've stabilized and are like doing our thing, and you're doing like, something awesome. It's yeah, not like yeah, you caught you when yeah. you're like just your shirts up and your fucking bellies out. It's no. like she's caught you when you're just like. None of us yeah, have kids. Capturing a moment, <laughs> folks, there, is a hard You'll get thing. there. Dude, well, there's some iconic. The I mean, you know, with kids, just get older. <laughs> like rock, rock, or even just like music well, photography well, you might in get general. Older, but I've looked like, like this since I was 22. <laughs> you you see the world differently, like for sure. Like it's, oh, it's something else. I what um so. What's your uh, photography influence? Like, what, what makes you interested in photography? You know what? Um, I picked up a DSLR camera in 2016, and I started. So before that, I just had phone, like an old camera, like old stuff, but nothing really fancy. And yeah, I just started and fell in love with it. Yeah. I feel like we should have been interviewing her this whole time. I know. Yeah, no. it's way more, I agree. It's about the music, I agree. so you guys I agree. keep going. We're interested in these fucking jackasses. <laughs> Photography uh, episode coming up. Yeah, yeah. I want to uh, say... We'll have yeah, you hey, back. Jess, you want to be on the next episode? Because, like, I mean, Jesus, Maybe. this is fucking yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's all hell. But help. I want to say, I traveled for Linkin Park from up. Jasper to Winnipeg. But the photography did. Linkin Park? Yes, with the train. That's dedication. With the, with the train. So. Going to Winnipeg to do anything is right? fucking so, dedication. That's awesome. So, hey, You know what's dedication is? Going through Winnipeg to get to Toronto. <laughs> I thought you were going to say with you. It takes many days on the train. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to get into a second song right about now from Cozen Indigo. Oh, Taylor, yeah. do you want to do the honors here? Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do a live cut from uh, what we did last night. Love it. Yeah. No, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do dirt, dirt, dirt on, on my face. Dirt on my face. Dirt on Colton's face. What's the first one? Love it. 
So yeah. No, no. what was the so, first? I thought it was dirt on my face. We're gonna first. do dirt on my face, and this song is basically like kicking things over. But you've got your girl, your ride or die beside you, or your man, or your whatever, whoever the love of your life is, right beside you, and you guys are going for it. You're kicking shit over. You're pushing the pedal to the metal. That's what dirt on my face is about for me. Okay. Well, let's fucking hear it.
Fuck. That was just some good shit, boys. That Another was, good one. Excellent. Good excellent. That was uh, actually uh, the one that you guys just heard out there was the one that we have uh, kind of when they were rehearsing. It's up on our YouTube, and we have them playing uh, kind of live up there. So go to our YouTube, and you can watch Goes and Indigo be playing live, um, rehearsing Dirt on My Face. And it's Smash that goddamn fuck. subscribe button. God Any damn. YouTube Both page, of us. we tell you to all visit. Of Jesus all of Christ. It. All of it. <laughs> and uh, go on Apple Music and download Goes and Indigo's album, and go on Spotify and it's download worth it. it there, too. What, totally worth it. Um, I want to know what you guys have coming down the pipe. Yeah, what's going, going on here, guys? Like, what's in next? the future? Mold Man, you're talking it. a bunch. You're talking to a bunch of guys who like just fucking ride by the seat of their pants in this industry <laughs> and fucking have a whole lot of fun. And we're I, just I, fortunate that we have two fucking world class sound engineers and everybody in this band. <laughs> and the best are, looking lead singer in the business. We're, yeah, we're, we're very literally. Fortunate. We're literally. Very fortunate. Like, that the most I like, a, like I, I know we sound like a bunch of arrogant <laughs> fucking shitheads. But I mean, maybe you do. We, we, <laughs> maybe I'm pretty sure we we work hard for this. We work hard we've, for this. We've everybody yeah. in this band has spent the majority of their life trying to be the best at what we do. Yeah, yeah. So we've got like 70, 50 years between all so, of us combined experience. Yeah. yeah. So it's so you guys have insane. so you guys have an EP out already, and it's yeah. called Cozen Indigo, and it's available on Apple Music yeah. and Spotify and, and other musical. Where yeah. else is it available? Oh, is that it? And no, it's available on multiple different plat- okay. platforms. So you can go and download it out you there. You can literally, you can Google Cozen Indigo and wherever, whatever, whatever country okay. you're in, it will more than likely direct it to a, a platform that you can either stream it or buy it from. Um, that's, that's a big advantage because we went through CD Baby, which is fucking, those guys are amazing. They, uh, they're the largest independent label in the world. And essentially what you do is, is like you give them, it's a one-time fee that you pay them and they'll fucking, they'll distribute your music digitally and, and physically as well. So you how can many, buy it off the CD Baby site. So how many shares do you own of CD Baby? None. Oh. Okay. I just, I it's, it's just <laughs> awesome. You're making a pay. It's just aw- it's, it's like to a, me. It's, it's like awesome a as a musician. It's an uh, as a musician seeing other musicians being ripped off so much yeah. in time that like it's awesome to see an independent label that's just like hey you Helping just give us a one time fee and fuck you're on Spotify. It's like you might not make a, sh- a shit ton of royalties. You might yeah. not what do all the but like the you just pay one time fee and it's all distributed. Okay. And they'll take care of okay. everything and they'll they send you a check. Do okay. they do so, pod, do they do podcasts? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, Wheels. Jesus Christ. I wish, wheels wants a yacht. No, yeah, yeah. Wheels wants a yacht. Sure. So yeah, so uh, yeah, so the live music scene obviously has been tough uh, the last few yep. months. So you guys haven't done any live shows that, that that's hurt. The most recent bit. one we did was in my uh, driveway. We talked about and the driveway awesome. show. Man, what a great show! I I went out with my family and we just we sat on. Oh, the, you know what? Yeah, I, yeah. I closed I closed on my Snipes eyes Hill. for the majority yeah. of this. I'm picking singing. it up on Snipe Hill. Oh man, amazing, was it so right? good? I was sitting there having beers. Like there was no garbage after. You know, we all just sat on. We sat on Snape. You know Hill what? The only garbage was after is somebody was, was whittling a wooden cat. 
Somebody was whittling a, a little wooden cat. For those who aren't 75 years old, whittling means carving. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can give our listeners I a little like bit more I credit. You know what, though? In the wilderness. I my favorite part that of that reference. night, my favorite part by far of that night, because well, Cozen Daniels Indigo is plays. breaking up the Pink Whitney. Because Cozen Indigo I plays for such it. an adult crowd. It's nice that for a moment in our career of being musicians, we had families, we had kids oh, that yeah. were out in the front of the driveway on their scooters and skateboards, and they were ripping it and having so much fun. And then we had, you know, little influencers over on the side who were watching our drummer Aaron yeah. playing, yeah. and and they were just so into it. So you know what? Like being being that a musician, felt good. Dude, it is the it best did, feeling to inspire. amazing. To you inspire amazing. future yeah. generation. No, fuck you. Know, to you inspire know kids thought, um, to be rock and rollers instead of DJ goers and fucking let's go to Shambhala and pile drugs into our face. Let's. How about we be rock no, and rollers and drink beer, smoke weed, and enjoy today? <laughs> but no, you know what? My favorite part was is just to see all those kids out there. And they were really digging the music. You know, it wasn't just the adults. The kids were really digging it. Yeah, it was the entire experience, right? Actually, I got a, I got a um, uh, comment like Jerome, fucking J dot Jerome, J dot our friend in the uh, other the Holland. other hater that is absent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a beauty too, man. Yeah, fucking he's love a that fucking dude. beauty. Oh man, we'll have but, him on uh, the podcast was, eventually. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I was uh, uh, he he shared the the video of Love It that actually Jess took off of her iPhone it turned out amazing, and um, he he had a friend uh, was, was Kelly Kelly Galeas I think or something like that fucking uh, commented on it. He was saying he was like fuck like my kids who were like fucking not even t- like fucking like they're like. Not even eight, Love like that ten, not even eight or ten. They're, they're fucking loving the shit out of this song, and like he was, and he said he was like fucking kids are the hardest judgment of character. Mm. Oh, judgment dude, of anything. Music. Oh, and you know what? That's the best thing is I'm so happy yeah. to in, hopefully inspire future rock and rollers, man. Like yeah. it's a lost that's art. There's said, so man. many DJs, so, electronic artists. Like let's be. Organic. So, exactly. Organic. So so the live music thing obviously hard except for the driveway show, which was fucking awesome. And I attended it. It was it was great. Yeah, fuck, uh, that was such a yeah, it was it great. Good, man. It felt good. So uh but then but the next album, what's the deal? Will will you let us in and you let the listeners in on what's going on with the newest album? Well, as far as doing any live shows, we have to respond to COVID just like anybody else's. Yeah. Unfortunately, so you know, venues are, are out of the question. Yeah, yeah. But what about so? As it's it's a it's a tough time, obviously, obviously. But uh, you still can work on a new album, and that's what you're doing yeah. right now. Yeah, correct? and that's what we're okay. doing. Can, yeah, can you tell us a little bit know. about the new album? What what the plan is, and that kind of thing, and then. Uh, yeah, we'd love Plans, to hear a little bit about it. But as, as far as as far as I'm concerned, we're just going to record a, what we're good at, man. Yeah, and fucking, he, we're just going to fucking we're going to write uh, the organic tunes that we fucking write and yep. jam out. And yep. so you've heard you've heard one yeah. off uh, tonight, listeners. You've heard one off the album that is available currently, the CD that is for sale right now. You can find it on Apple Music and Spotify. And uh, you've also heard uh, a new song. It's one of the, the probably the first time they've played it. Yep. Um, 
for an audience, yep. and uh, that song is not available anywhere right now. But no, that's a it's sneak live peek. off the floor. That's a sneak peek live off the floor being recorded. Uh, we're we're goddamn lucky enough to be around for this, and uh, yes, the podcast, the Wheels Loose podcast, we're 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 goddamn thankful for it. Oh so. yeah, big time. Th- thanks for big having time. us, this was awesome. guys. Yeah, thank oh, you. Fuck. Wheels Blues. Thank, thank you, you so much for hosting. Thank you guys with all and, that. Uh, I guess. Uh, we should probably call her a day here. Yeah, we probably should. Yep. Uh, so let's just we'll start with you and let's work our way around my glorious. Well, let's well let's slam. Let's slam yeah, our let's shots slam. with Pink Whitney. Whitney <laughs> to new friends. To new friends. To friends. To friends. Good times. Fucking hell, that Pink Whitney. Thanks for coming to the studio, boys. Yeah. Thank right. you for having us. It's, quaint. it's very quaint in here. I like it. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 are, we have our own private taste pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It's hosted here in the lovely Branch 31 of the Jasper Royal Legion. <laughs> if you guys would like to come and check it out, you can see a refrigerator in the right corner covered by blinded windows and a big open white room. Yeah, I don't think that wear your fucking I don't think mask if you're not in Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mighty Wheels, let's hear it. Uh, as usual, I am at Mighty Wheels on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow our Facebook page, Wheels Blues Podcast, and our YouTube at Wheels Blues Podcast is updated every Tuesday. So look for this new episode with Cozen Indigo uh, coming live on Tuesday on YouTube. All right, Colton. Thank you so much, Colton Ray from Cozen Indigo, signing out. Taylor Blackstock here. You can follow Cozen Indigo at, at Cozen Indigo 2020 on Instagram. Facebook is also likewise. And if you really care, we also got fucking a whole bunch of live videos on YouTube. And a uh, big shout out to Wheels Blues for fucking having us here. What's your YouTube? Uh, it's co- it's just Cozen Indigo. Okay. Okay. And I'm at Tin Can Blues. You can find me at Tin Can Blues on Twitter. Our website is wheelsbluespodcast.wixsite.com slash my site. I know it's a mouthful, but Jesus Christ. It costs a lot Get of money. on it, goddammit. Fuck. Just, Get just, in there. Just copy it from our fucking Nobody needs description. There's, there's a mom <laughs> joke in there, Blues. There's Maybe. a mom joke in there, Blues. And uh, <laughs> big thank you to Cozen Indigo for being on the show tonight. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. All right, you got a hashtag illegal Aussie, <laughs> and that's fine because yeah, I've been playing the big strings for Cousin Indigo, so hang in there. Fucking you'll, legend. You'll hear more from me. I like that playing the big strings. That was good. He plays the big guitar like no other. Slapping the thick strings. I'm gonna steal that, provided <laughs> you guys don't ever listen to our show again. Because <laughs> I'm at Eric Double Underscore Eighty Three, and I'm playing the big strings for the Wheel Blues podcast. <laughs> That's not enough underscores for me, man. <laughs> and again, thank you guys for doing this. We really, oh, really appreciate it. Yes, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, you're welcome, okay, yeah, man. You're welcome. You, man. Fucking, oh, yeah, so fun, it, man. Fucking awesome. Yeah, appreciate it. All you guys. All right, Jess. Great time. Yeah, thank you um, for having me. Do you um, want to plug your Instagram? Yes, Jessica Meyer Photography. So you can see all my pictures there. Get on there. Right. Yeah. Get Follow on there and, and do it. Subscribe. Follow and yep. subscribe. And if you can't find her through that, you can always follow the Cozen Indigo page and you will find Jessica's. Yep. She's tagged in too. every photo. You got it. New record coming towards so, you guys. Do all right. some extra research. All right. Well, this has been episode 22 of the Wheels Blues podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Stay safe. I've got you. Shivering, 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 shivering
just I can't be satisfied So easy What is your name? Can I get your number? Oh, don't hesitate Find your way to my room I'll show you the way Shivering, 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 shivering Shivering, 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 shivering Shivering, 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 shivering Shivering, 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 shivering Out of control Your 